Heck yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Perfect. Fucking perfect. <sighs> okay, so I'm going <laughs> to sing a little song that I wrote just for you. I like to, I mean, my dad used to, my actually both my parents used to do this all the time. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. I'll hand off the headphones in a second. <clears throat> okay. He's got faux leather boots and no tattoos. I saw his mommy on the yelling show. <laughs> B-b-b-bride and giving. Oh, God. Brad in. Brad in. I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bless your heart. It's been a while Chris. since you've been here, Chris. Like, I think it's been four years, but I found the pictures was was ask you five years ago. Yeah, it's been yeah. A, it's been way too long, dude. Sorry, Browski. No, that's. I mean, you've been <laughs> busy like, championing the world uh, ever since the last time I saw you. Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not gonna do the fucking theme song because it upsets me so much that I haven't <laughs> gotten the percussions in there. No, oh, no. <laughs> but uh, we have an amazing guest here. Such a fun dude. I've actually m- brought you up multiple times on the. On the show before, it's so weird because the limited amount of times that we've been like together physically, mm-hmm. I, that came out weird. <laughs> no, no, I got, I got you. I got in you. person, <laughs> um, you but the him. amount of stuff that we've we've talked about online and, and things, yeah, 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 we've both gone through, and yeah, you've. It's interesting. You've had a huge effect on me, a lasting effect where I bring you up enough. Um, yeah, bright and giving. Kim, do oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, oh God. All right, take your headphones. Um, it makes me feel like I'm in a bubble. Yeah, no, it's I beautiful. Like it. I, I love it. So many moons ago, we were a part of a like a Facebook group with models oh and photographers. God. Yes. What was it? The, the, Minna, the Minnesota Photography something Community like Group? Do they not have the group anymore? It's called something else now. I don't know. Yeah, I think it began as a collaborative oh i love your kids oh my god um, <laughs> you can have one if you want <laughs> <laughs> oh don't tempt zach and i um yeah i think it became became as or begun as a like a collaboration between you know friends and yeah, yeah. creators just for the heck of it um yeah you know but then life happens and do you need to go check up on one of your yeah. kids Hold do on. you want i can do it you keep talking <laughs> you, oh, are you I'm sure not the one. <laughs> no, right. oh come on this is our podcast, okay? It's no. 50-50. Okay, now that that bitch is gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? As you were pulling in, I was like, my goal is to make Bryden laugh as much as possible oh, gosh. while he's here. Um, okay, so we were part of that group. Yes. And you were by far the sassiest bitch I had ever met. Oh, no. <laughs> like, you were so totally. full of energy okay. and so, like, everything was so amazing. Like it was, it seemed like whatever you were a part of could potentially be a big production of oh some my kind. God. That's so I, cool. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, but like, I had you no had idea. This, this fire burning in you. Fire. <laughs> and you're, and we just knew you was going to do something. Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, and so I've gone through multiple stages with you, right? Yeah. Met you. Unbelievably fun person. Um, and then you were constantly wanting to be a part of. Anything artistic mm-hmm. that you could get your hands on. I thought you were going to tell them to stop yelling. Well, I told them to stop slamming doors. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Screaming like crazy. <laughs> They're playing nice you with each other. They're having fun. <laughs> I can't hear them in the headphones. Is it just distracting your ADD? Well, no, oh. it's really loud, and it picks up when I'm <laughs> editing the photos. Anyway, or the audio. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, it's so, okay. boom, excitement. And then uh, you start, I don't know if you're still agnostic or if you're open yes. about talking about that stuff. God, yes. But when you started to go God, through that memory. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember Holy being, because that was at my, like, when I was an angry atheist stage, so it wasn't, like, oh the best. <laughs> but we found so much uh, in common in the, in the way that we kind of viewed the world. But you had such a good way of, um, uh, what's the, the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying Open your Progressing? mind. Okay. I you had a very a progressive hugs. way of looking at problem solving. There we go. Oh, okay, so okay. you you would see a thing and go, what can I actually do about it? Can I affect the people around me? Can I, like, what what, what have you gone for to school for? Um, yeah, I went to Gustavus Dolphus College in St. Peter for psychology and preoccupational therapy. There you go. So yeah. It feels like everything that you've been geared towards is in a way to positively affect those around you and to oh let them God, know. Chris, you're so nice. It's true. He's such you a know it's up. true. What you know that. He's this just, is why, he's this just is like sweetening everybody Chris. up. <laughs> I, God, yeah, I've missed you. He doesn't you. talk to me like this. He's like, hey, get in the kitchen. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like, don't believe that. I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> can I? Uh, no, no. <laughs> spray some <laughs> Oh, whipped cream in your butthole. And, uh, <laughs> oh my god! You're so. Gross. I want. I want to lap you up like a cat. Oh, oh my god! Gosh. Anyways, relationship goals. <laughs> Lord. Um, yes. but anyways, it yeah, it, it just it feels like your um your path is always towards um bettering in in uh close whatever is in close proximity to you. Oh, that's, you know that's what I'm really saying. Cool. Yeah, thank you. I feel like you do I that. Appreciate that, right? When you go to Starbucks, I'm guessing you go there every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lie. <laughs> um, definitely prefer Starbucks for what they do and for, for their employees, but yeah. Caribou and Big Lake whenever I'm here just because it's the closest coffee shop. Yeah. They don't have a drive through though. Flippin' knew it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what what is it? Okay. Yes. Let me backtrack. Backtrack then, it up. So the thing that comes up the most when I talk about you is you you gave me this piece of discovery okay which was I uh, I don't make fun of gays but mm -hmm. I use sounding gay to make people feel uncomfortable as like a you know what I'm saying yeah yeah it's funny to me that people get uncomfortable mm -hmm. so I right. do things like that and you would see it all the time and one time all you did was say oh you're so cute on a photo of mine. This is a while ago. Okay. And I was like, I messaged you and I was like, hey man, I deleted the comment. Sorry. I have to do the same rules like if a girl were to say that. And you were like, dude, you basically say that you want to swallow Logan's dick like <laughs> Oh, on I his remember wall. this. That's this was right. so long ago. God, yeah. That and was a long time ago. And was. I was like, Logan. So, and then you go, why would you treat me any different than any of the oh. other guys? And I was like, oh, that was an eye opener. For yeah, you. so really I was, was one of those people who was just like, "Oh, you're gay." That obviously means you want to fuck me. So uh, all the men. <laughs> Same here. So it, yeah, it was a huge. <laughs> I I tell that example at least twice a year to somebody. 
it comes up and I'll be like, yeah, my friend Bryden called you out, called me out and in the best way. Yeah. I like, I like when I'm wrong and it turns into like a positive thing afterwards to be like, oh my God. Well, yeah, as long as I was like a warm <laughs> encourager, it wasn't like a pointing a finger. No, no. Like no, no, no. It's because I and was, ta- been I was talking time to you. A really long time. I can't believe you remember that. Because yes. yeah. basically I was talking to you like you were a thought, you know. What, what is a thought? I've, I've that seen, hoe over there. Oh. That hoe over. Okay. Because I've, I've seen it online, thought. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, too, I'm, too, I'm, too, I'm too nervous to urban dictionary that word. <laughs> So, <laughs> thought so it's like that whole like that oh, whole okay. that whole yeah yeah that whole thing. Okay. like you twerk on walls while somebody pours champagne down your oh that's your thong well then maybe I might be a thought too right? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't sound half bad okay now that I'm done no, that's verbally it, jerking you. you off thank you thank you for sharing though I really appreciate it yeah dude it it genuinely was a, a positive thing and then um. You became a photographer in a well, whole first you were a different model. Wave. You did modeling. Air quotes. No, yeah, I'm. Yeah, we did. We talked about that already when you oh, left. You're oh, supposed sorry. to be yelling at the kids, but no, instead you were no. like, I was loving nurturing my children. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking lame. <laughs> um, Elf. Um, oh, okay. So you started doing photography, and I was like, oh, that's that's cool. That makes sense. And then you started getting good and i was like fuck man (laughs) we live like right next to each other and then you got you like surpassed me big time i was like god God. damn it and i got jealous i'm so jealous of the way that you shoot and yeah it's just beautiful you're just continually doing beautiful things oh jesus both in the earth that you create and the love that you spread throughout the world okay the number of times I've like rolled my eyes and just have been blushing so far is <laughs> unreal. The thing with photography though is like I feel like it's like a hairstylist. Like you go to a certain hairstylist because right. you know what they do. Right. And you, yeah. Yeah. So everyone has like as the photography own, they like, like perspective and their yeah. own magic to it. Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. That's why I always look look forward to, I think, chatting with other I think more like positive yeah. um, photographers that are willing to to share whatever whatever because, I mean. As I know, when I first started, it was very difficult because I think a lot of my, a lot of my old photography friends stopped talking to me, and I just because not not just because they I found think, it as a competition, right? And not even yeah. like not be, not even for like somebody getting good. It was just the fact that somebody else is trying to get into the business. They felt mm-hmm. like they were going to take away clients, even though there's like enough world and clientele for everybody yeah. that'll n- never change. And yeah. so it's always been very affirming to have conversations with other photographers like that's why i'm so close with um like m emily mm-hmm. mitchell sophia yeah, yeah. Mayerhofer. like whenever we found like a new trick or we oh, have dude, we, have, we have a question like we're always so willing like oh my god i'll show exact i'll show you exactly how i edit yeah. this like we're not yeah. gonna hide anything because we know i always found that interesting with photographers yeah. when it's like that because yeah. like in other you know in other fields or whatever like re- whatever you're trying to help other people right. out you want things to work other good for other people right i mean like i'm, sh- I'm assuming the same thing with like nursing oh yeah right oh if like we were against each other all the time right it's yeah yeah, mm. yeah. but nursing school is like that where like really people, were, yeah where they were competing like you felt like you were constantly competing with people it's like we're all here to be nurses and right. take care of people right like what oh, okay you got mission. an a on your t- i mean as long as we all pass mm-hmm Let's support each other. Let's right. have like study groups. Yeah. It was weird. But not like when you're actually working now. If you don't okay. work together. You're going to be miserable. Yeah. Yo. And the <laughs> affects the people you work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was gonna say the stuff I remember. I remember when you started uh, taking photos with Sophia, um, like that. That was a turning point. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jenna Mar. Jenna Mar. Yeah, yeah those two. Goddess. After that, it was like okay, game over. Mm-hmm. Friends, friends taking over oh, the world. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're and you're an interesting character because your degree is in what? Occupational therapy. Oh. What what is that? That's what your yes. brother's going for. So it's like when people have strokes or something, it's teaching them how to like use utensils <gasps> again. And like wow. write pen with pens and just Gold doing placard for you. Yeah. Doing doing their ADLs, like yeah, even yeah, putting yeah. their shoes on, it's pulling incredible. pants. Yeah. Like those things that we do every day and we don't think about it, so, people yeah, right. struggle. Like, right. Or, you know, not even people so, anyone that has struggled. Right. Yeah. So it even it, it, like even with like with this, if you had a spinal cord injury and you were unable to, you know, do any like neck flexion, whatever we would help adapt it so you'd still be able to do this podcast even if you didn't have like as much neck motion. I worked in a nursing home for eight years, so I would work close with occupational therapy. So even like having adaptive like spoons and teaching our residents how to eat with like thicker. That's so cool. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what your brother is going for. Chris's brother. Yeah. You do some stuff with psychology as well, were you saying? Yeah. So I just got my first job. What the hell? Um, uh, for a partner, it's the, it's a pediatric clinic, so with kids, it's Partners oh. in Excellence in Burnsville. Oh, so primarily, primarily with like kids with ASD. So yeah. if they have um, behaviors, and yeah, stuff, it, yeah, like with behaviors, but a lot of times too is with um, with occupational therapy. One thing that I think a lot of people don't think about is with kids, the the most. I know where you're going. The sensory. Mo- sensory, but the most important way that kids learn is through play. So even if a kiddo doesn't learn, doesn't learn, no, doesn't, sorry, I'm like, so exciting, doesn't know how to <laughs> imitate or even like watch another kid play, they're missing out oh. on so much learning. And so, because a, a lot of um, kids with ASD, they're not, they're so focused on what their, uh, what their own routines are, what they're interested in. So they're not, they're not so focused on looking at what their, what their peers are doing, that mm-hmm. they're losing all that learning. And that's even like how they begin socializing. Mm-hmm. And playing games and stuff, it's incredible. And so, one thing too is with younger kiddos with ASD, we always try to make sure that that they're um, playing where they're supposed to be and they're imitating their peers because they're just going to get further behind yeah. developmentally. So the reason why Chris's brother is actually going for occupational therapy is because he's got autism. Oh, sure. He Asperger's, so he's higher functioning, yeah, right. but he did ha- go through occupational therapy yeah. and he said, "I'm going to help other people." Um, That's really cool. Yeah. What I was going to say. Yeah. So wait, this is your first occupational therapy job? Sorry, Chris, you wonderful, wonderful human. (laughs) No, Chris. Did you see how excited he got about talking about this? Sorry, Chris, you wonderful human. When you guys started, I was like, this is the perfect pairing because that's, that's, this is what we, we, we talked about this last time, how mental health was one of the, there's like three things that are mainstays of this show, right? Yes. Me, uh, jerking myself off. Mm -hmm. He loves himself. Uh, trying to get other people to be funny. Yeah. And then mental health. We talk about that. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. Almost every episode. Yeah. That's so cool. Because I work in the, I work in the emergency room, so I do mental health assessments. Oh so when people gosh. come in, even like if they come in with chemical dependency right. or, you know, depression, anxiety, suicidal, homicidal, sure. I, we do assessments oh, on them. Oh, good for you. It takes a special, I think, set of characteristics to work with yeah. that is it in, like an inpatient mental health i know uh, okay just in the er so from there we can determine like okay this person's obviously a danger to themselves or others they need further stabilization okay. then okay. that's when i look for placement or admit them in our hospital oh, so proud of you that's remarkable yeah yeah i was i got emotional talking about it with my coworker the other night just because i 
what's interesting is that I don't think a lot of my coworkers have struggled with mental health and that's fine. Sure, People just sure. go into two things cause they're kind of like passionate, but you can feel it. Cause like I struggle with depression and anxiety sure. and all that kind of stuff. And I've seen family members, you know, be impatient and all that kind of stuff. And you want like, I've seen what it's like to be the family member. I've seen what it's like to be the patient. Yeah. So I like, when I take care of these people, I'm like, okay, I know exactly how, well, not exactly, but I know how the wife is feeling right now. Right. I know how the, like, so I can take care of the right. whole family. It really kind of, to me, it just sounds like, like your empathy skills are just to the max. Yeah. I feel with that. That's incredible. And because, you know, and what's interesting is like our patients come in and our, the ER doctors, you know, they spend a couple minutes with them because right. they don't have time to sit down and be like, okay, why are you struggling today? Mm -hmm. What stressors do you have? What kind of resources can I offer you? Can you, you know, just have a therapist? Oh, great. I'll find you an emergent therapist right now. I can get mm -hmm. you an appointment in a week. Stuff right. like that. Okay. Sorry. No, that's oh. amazing. I love how natural that was that you guys know what the fuck you're talking about. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, ASD though. That's hard. It, it, what's, what's, yeah, it's it's an interesting um, world, especially in the, I feel, in the pediatric OT world, because even within our scope of practice, there's still a lot of, um, what's the what's the verbiage? Um, You're looking for stigmas? Uh, or? There's, not, there's not a whole lot of consistency with what therapists, I think, really uh, should be addressing. Oh, it's not yeah. cohesive? Uh, like, cons like, yeah, so, um, for example, so... Um, I'm very passionate about pediatrics children and mm -hmm, all that. And mm -hmm. so my master's thesis was, was focused on, there's a lot of treatments that a lot of um, OTs that work with kids with autism that are not supported by research mm. and evidence. And so in, like within our discipline, like it's very important that you are supplying, like you're doing true methods that have been proven to work. Otherwise yeah. you're wasting time with the family, you're wasting money, you're increasing healthcare costs. And a lot of times insurance companies are kind of, finding out that therapists are doing what they shouldn't be doing. So they're lowering, lowering the reimbursement rate. And so it's oh. a lot of pocket for parents. Yes. And so my thesis was essentially just looking into a lot of these, um, very, uh, interesting treatment methods and to, fi to find out that they're, they're pretty hella common, which is, um, pretty hard because I think within the pediatric OT world right now, within the OT universe, it's kind of getting, um, some little bit of flack, a tiny bit in that sense. I'm like looking forward to, working at the clinic and I think really bringing back OT to that, like working on that function yeah. and that play and like bringing it back to like functional sensory and all that jazz too. Um, because a lot of these treatment interventions, it's like if you wear a pair of headphones for two hours, it's going to cure your autistic symptoms and all that. It's just very hokey pokey. Mm. It's kind of brutal. Um. I should take that back. Um, but well, I mean, the biggest thing is stop vaccinating your kids, right? Uh, They're all... Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Where's my alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> we vaccinate. Oh, God damn it. Sometimes I vaccinate choice. just for fun. It's like roll the dice. You know? This is my theory, and I don't know if you're for vaccines or not. I don't. It's oh. fine. Oh, I'm <laughs> you're for. I would for, be for. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. For vaccines. Oh, my gosh. Heck yeah. I don't like to offend people, but no, no. my theory, like why people are like, oh, it causes autism. I think now we know so much more about autism than they did when people mm -hmm. were having these things. So yeah, we're identifying like, oh, these children aren't just have, you know, they're not weird. They're not this and this. They have, they're on a spectrum. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're a little different. It's not vaccines that's causing that. It's just now we know mm -hmm. more and we can identify when we see certain traits in kids. 
okay, they might right. have some autistic traits. Well, I think I think just the whole perspective on that um, uh, argument is very, I think, hurtful for ch- children with ASD because you're essentially saying you much rather have your kid get a super hardcore disease than have a kid with autism because I guess a kid with autism doesn't deserve to have a fulfilling exactly life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. hurtful that in, that, in that sense, too. It's like, come on, folks. Yeah, Damn. really. But, sorry, Chris, you wanted to say no, something. No, 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 that is ago. okay. I've been taking over the podcast lately. That's all right. <laughs> It Last makes episode, happy. we were talking about uh, <laughs> diva cups and heavy flows. I mean, we didn't talk heavy flows. We just <laughs> talked about diva cups. <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to say is, I have a wide set urethra and it leaks constantly. That's so hot. Chris has a diva cup. Rolls, <laughs> <laughs> Chris. No, what? So I, okay, so to bring it back, I wrote it down. Yeah. So thank you, Joshua Chamba, for telling us to get pen to paper. <laughs> but um, with what you do, and then shooting a wedding. You oh, must have sure. an astronomical amount of patience and understanding. Like, I can't see you getting testy or oh, bless your like, heart. you know what I mean? With, mm-hmm. with, with clients, like you seem like you're just, well, you'd be kids able to. Too. Oh, like clients. Oh, I, oh, with what? Like weddings. photography. Oh, oh. okay. Shooting Maybe weddings. in his head he's getting testy. You just don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I've had my, my, uh, moments with weddings i feel like it's with kids for me it's like if a kid is having a behavior it could be because they're not good at the activity they can't communicate that what they want i mean it could be a whole set of things it's not and i even learned in school in our pediatrics class that 99 percent of the time if a kid is displaying a behavior it's be it's not because they are displaying it for the sake of displaying a behavior it's because you know, they have they have a hard time com- communicating their needs. This task mm-hmm. is way too challenging. They don't, don't understand what's going on. Sensory, it's just, it could be a massive. Yeah. But with, yeah, weddings, I mean, people get sassy. And sometimes when uh, you are a tired wedding photographer <laughs> <laughs> in your head, you're just like, oh, God, where's my chair to hit you with in the face? <laughs> yeah, but. You're like three, $30,000 $30, super nice wedding and you're complaining about one piece of but you know, yeah, and I, but I, you know, but I get it though. It's like, it's their special day. There's a lot happening, and I totally get it. So I always like, try to try to like look at it from the fact that it's, it's their, and that's the one thing too. What I love about weddings, what what wedding photography though is that, even no matter I think how many weddings that I do, I mean I haven't done like too too many. I've been like been doing it for forever, mm-hmm. but, um, with. What, what I was trying to say was was what I mean in that regard is yeah. if somebody seems stressed out, you seem like the type of person that would be like, you have your health, like oh. this is a beautiful day. You're at like you seem like the person that can come in with those things you're rather personal, than letting it be you're like the personal attendant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a photographer and personal attendant yeah. and psychiatrist and uh, phlebotomist. Is that <laughs> I don't right? even do phlebotomist. That's one thing. Oh, phlebotomist. Yeah. That is I one thing blood. I always like to tell my wedding clients is that I always like to be a friend for them during the day too. So if there's yes. some some shit happens, yeah. vent it to me. That is 100% fine because your day is never going to be perfect. It's never going to go You know what's interesting though yeah. is going, because I've gone to quite a few weddings and yeah. help Chris and stuff. And it's like the photographer is no offense to for like personal attendance, but you are legit the personal attendant. I can't tell me how many times I've helped the bride do this. I've like when I've been with Chris, helped the bride do that, like hold a kid, do this and that. And mm-hmm. it's like, wow, like you're an extra like support person there. You're not just taking pictures. Mm-hmm. You're doing way more than just taking pictures. I don't know if you've seen like when there's um like I don't know what not corporate, but like. 
um, like a wedding company that hires a bunch of photographers, right? And they just kind of send them out to weddings. Mm-hmm. And they all look the same and they don't really seem to interact with the clients. They're just there to do the <coughs> pictures. They have the mm-hmm. list and the blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Very like robotic. You know what I'm saying? Have you yeah, seen I mean, every business has its own business model. I mean, I just like, I just, I mean, you do a great job of just like, it's a personality, it's a relationship, yeah. and it's an experience for the couple. I mean, it's their, it's though, it's their day to celebrate the fact that they're getting married. Like this day is, you can't repeat it. And so, I mean, I'm sure you do a fantastic job of always like keeping in the back of your head. Like it's even though I've done, you've done a lot of weddings, you know. It doesn't matter how many weddings I do. I still want to treat it as if it's like my own wedding. I should be excited. Oh, you know what I mean? Though? That's a beautiful that's a, way of yeah. looking. You know, and I fucking hate weddings now. <laughs> <laughs> I I am doing one wedding <laughs> in 2019. I'm good with that. Yeah. Like well, not nine years. Nine new, years I've been shooting weddings. God, you're incredible. Over that it's shit. It's a new Teach thing. Your 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 thing now is you'll do weddings for family and pu- or friends. People, and people yeah. that you know or like a friend's friend you'll do that where you like know people there. The last wedding that I shot I got it and like I could see this lady had pen and like notes and folders and things all over the place and she's like I'm in between you know interviewing a couple of photographers I'm like ah, kind of not into it and I forget what information I gave her but she was writing it down and I looked at her and I go you know if you hire me, I'm going to make fun of your husband and all of his groomsmen. And she stopped writing. And she goes, what do you mean? I was like, I'm going to mess with them all day long. Like, I'm not going to be there just to take pictures. I mess with people to break them in and make them kind of right. forget that this is a stressful thing. Right. And she was like, okay, I think, Genius. I think that's it. And she yeah. just picked me based off of that. But, like, I could have lost it if I'd just been... The normal for time, and I and I was doing that for a long time. Where I was like, sure, I have my notes, I have my binder, and I give you the contract and the blah blah blah. People trying to get discounts and shit, and I'm just like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and it but you did, so you time. broke in that. She's like, my fiance never smiles. He never. So oh, yeah, oh, yeah. good for and you, Chris, Chris. Yeah, Chris really did break them. In. He said he had it's such like a fun you're, time. You're a pro at that, though. You're you're a pro at making people feel so comfortable and just like let loose a little bit and just like being be okay with like laughing you know well, what i mean s- sincerely breaking someone's balls is such a like it's a it's an art form like there's <laughs> assholes who just make fun of you and then there's people who you have to do the self-deprecation stuff too like where like i'll make fun of how old mm-hmm. and fat i am i'll like lift up my shirt and play with my belly button and poke out my stomach and stuff and just like i'm just as you know, awkward as you are. Me? Huh? No. I mean, <laughs> I'm super awkward. <laughs> but no, I just, I, yeah, I, I mess with people and I have to let them know that like, I'm a weirdo. I'm missing a few teeth. <laughs> I, <laughs> so is your daughter after today. Oh, really? She um, got her, she lost her first tooth. Oh, congratulations. I know. It was That's pretty right. exciting. Pew, pew, pew. We, uh, we tried the Nerf gun trick where you tie floss around the tooth and then you shoot the Nerf gun. Well, it wasn't working. The Did Nerf you try the doorknob? No. <laughs> so we were going to get to that. Oh, so we tried a new Nerf gun thing. That'd be it. And we tried it one time. And all of a sudden, Landon, <clears throat> I'll let you watch the last video. It's pretty. Oh, God. You took a vid. Oh, I had to. We were, oh, you got to go all the way back. There you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> she oh, was yeah. surprised. <laughs> so I'm gonna do like I'm gonna fast forward through this one a little bit so we can get you so you get the gist of it, right? We'll go there. We'll get one shot in. It just wasn't going. I love how he's the he, how he's the one with the Nerf gun. Yeah, he was so excited. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then we got a new Nerf gun. You got to yeah, you got to push, push it. You oh. tried it one time. Again. There you go. <laughs> 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 he had enough. He's like, I got this. We were like, me and Layla, it happened so quick. We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then she started crying because she was so happy. Oh, that's so Just beautiful. And then I made a funny face. comment to a friend because one of my uh, coworkers commented on my video on Facebook. Have you seen that Marie Kondo, the tidying up on Netflix? <gasps> yes, Zach loves that. He just started watching that. So basically her theory is you pull, like let's say in the kitchen, you pull everything out and you touch it. Yeah. You have to touch everything. And if it brings you joy and happiness, sure. you keep it. If you don't feel anything, you get rid of it. Sure. So I made a comment to one of my friends saying... Yeah, I asked Layla if her tooth brought her joy and happiness. She said no, so we had to get rid of it. So that was my comment because that's a big thing. On that's hilarious. Shut that's so crazy. sweet. So you could hard. you could make up a bit about tidying up. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so my wife said. What I really want to know. She's been watching the show called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, and she's I all love, about. I love her smile. And she's she just all she about makes you feel so calm. Happiness and. <laughs> happiness and joy and my wife put her hands on me and she got rid of me because I wasn't bringing her any more <laughs> happiness and joy <laughs> see um, there's so many you can come up with with that show he doesn't like it look at him <coughs> I was I was gonna say I was gonna say earlier I wasn't sure if I wanted to but yeah it doesn't really matter now express it share it when you started second shooting for people yeah I remember a photographer trying to talk shit and uh, they were like, yeah, this, uh, this, this new guy is trying to get second shooting work. Oh, yikes. And he's asking for, uh, for uh, $500 for a wedding. And I was like, what? Are you for real? And they were like, yeah, it's this guy, Brighton Giving. And I was like, bullshit. I know that guy. And they, and they were like trying to talk shit. And I was like, dude, no, no, no. You don't know what you're talking about. Are you lying to me? No, no, no. No, it happened. I'm like, I kind of don't believe you. Why? And I what? would like you to not say that stuff <laughs> to and anybody spread rumors. else. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Damn. Man, what a tough crowd that I photography know. world. Jeez. <laughs> well, and of all the people, I, I was like, why? I guess why I, him? I guess why? I don't get it. So I was what, was, what was I doing? I was asking for. They claimed that you asked for five hundred dollars to be like your rate was. $500 to be a second shooter. God, I wish. <laughs> Which, yeah. I, don't I was going to say, who for, pays for, 500 for, for when I second shoot now, even if, if, I mean, even if I did second shoot now, I still wouldn't even ask for that high of a number. That's just not... Yeah. Wow. Damn, I wish I was that confident back Ooh. then to ask for Obviously, 500. that person was jealous. <laughs> no, nah, I think... Yeah. I think they were on the opposite spectrum of me. When I saw you were crushing it, I was like, oh, God. my life is over. And they were like, oh... I need to ruin him so that he doesn't come into my territory. Wow. And they complained to the wrong person. Oh, Other people's successes are not your failures, you know? I mean, yeah. it's like there's yeah. enough joy and warmth and 
everything for everybody, huh? But yeah, see, and that sentence right there <laughs> oh my God. sums you up so much. Puke. <laughs> <laughs> You're just the best, no. okay? Just accept it. Learn from you, honey. Uh, what I really want to know, Bryden, yes. is uh, why do you think buttholes taste like pennies? <laughs> I guess I've never thought a butthole tasted like a penny, though. What would you say a butthole tastes like? First off, well, you said it didn't taste like a penny. So. No, but first I, off, let's go back even further. You asked me, so why? You made it sound like you think a butthole tastes like a penny, which means <laughs> you have experience. A hundred percent. What? I did not know that. You don't think I'm tongue punching fart boxes? Bro? Oh, tongue punching fart boxes. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Really? Oh, no. You say it like that. It sounds so no. gross. Oh my God. I had no idea. Bro, there's only one butthole I've ever licked <laughs> and will ever lick for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh my and it's my beautiful wife. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, gosh. Exploration. Stop it. Poor Cam. You make me so You beautiful, beautiful dove. Oh my god. So we've been married for twelve years. That's so, impressive. You know, that's been together so thirteen. You gotta, you know. Okay. You wait, wait, learn, wait. You get okay, to know each other pretty closely. Sorry, Chris. No, no, no. That's okay. Ooh, I'm gonna pause it here for a sec. <laughs> you saw the bee and thought I was gonna put <laughs> Okay, so, I gotta pee. Yeah, you, go right. Do you need to pee? I'm good. Does but anybody else need to pee? No, I okay. think I'm gonna get my water from you. Pause for a second. Sure. <laughs> get, get back up here. Okay, now we're recording. That was a you, long uh, pee, Chris. I know. I can't. I genuinely relieve that, that was, bladder. I the whole time I was peeing was like, I have so much to add to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me from the bathroom? <laughs> I wanted to yell things, but I. Did not. <laughs> okay, thank God for pen and paper, uh, Bryden. Uh, I noticed. That uh, why am I getting nervous? After you came out, I don't know. <laughs> that you were not a slut, and I'm curious. You am I am I wrong? You've had what like <laughs> two boyfriends? Define boyfriend. That see, that's what I'm saying. How you would How define many? a boyfriend? Oh. <sighs> this is kind of cool. I love this. <laughs> um, I think like. Boyfriend, I think maybe, I say three. Okay. I say three. Like three solid, like, yeah. relationship. relationships. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when you look like a, a gay Colin Farrell, it's tough to <laughs> 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 stay with one person, I would imagine. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've you've heard, but we, we talk a lot of shit on this show. No, it's it's, it's fun. fun. I need, I need fun. more of that. <laughs> Um, okay, so your your current BFF, yes, Zacharias, Zacharias, <laughs> Zacharias. <laughs> I almost said it after you. <laughs> How long have you and Zach been together? Yeah, Zach Attack. Um, him and I, our one year was in October. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. that was I think for us, I think that was a a first for the both of us, like because. The, like for me, those three boyfriends are never serious. It was more of like in college or just, just you know, academics were focused, whatever. And whereas I think for us, this is like the first relationship we're both like, we're pretty damn serious. Like we call each other partners. And yeah. yeah. So I love that. Yeah. He is the, um, he just got his new job. So he, he's been teaching for four to five years and now he is the new hey. high school choir teacher. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty gay. Yeah, and well, his <laughs> but if you met him, his voice is so deep. 
Oh, so really? deep. So when I first met, when I first met him, the our first date, which I was late to by twenty minutes. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> smooth as fuck. So you had over to pay here. for the whole all the dinner. God, rides. I was frantic during that drive. I'm like, I feel like it's the wood. <laughs> no, I get there and he's like, you know, he's six five. And Holy so, shit. Yeah, he's yeah. So he's sitting there with his leg crossed, looking all like sexy as hell, and I'm like, run, like running in and just like soaking because it was raining. Aww. I'm looking over. I'm like. Zach, Zach, and he's like, and then he was <laughs> like, did the finger yeah, dance. I did, I did. I was like, just so nervous and so freaked out. And Zach's like, Bryden, <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> was it like one of these? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, Hello, he's young a base. Man. He's a and definite you were like, base. Stop trying to act like you don't have a monster cock. And oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Yeah. Give me a double venti stat. <laughs> I don't even know if that's coffee talk. Double vent. You're saying you want two larges. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh. <laughs> he wants two uh. copies for him and his date. <laughs> yeah. <Nailed it. laughs> so, um, like, when do you guys become official? Like. Was it after that first date? You're like, okay, I really like um, this guy. Yeah, so actually we talked. We, we sat for four four hours. We talked Holy and talked. Holy crap. It was wonderful. It was so fast. And after our first date, I that's when I really realized that I wanted him so bad. <laughs> and then when I went to... No, you go. I saw that. <laughs> I, when you say... I, I know. So let bad. it go. <laughs> let it happen. You were like... Uh, <laughs> what's that lady's name in uh, um, fucking The Notebook? I have never seen that. Rachel McAdams? I'm a horrible yeah, you were like Rachel McAdams. I do love her, though. Standing in the you rain. You are horrible. You've never seen... I've never seen it, but I do love Rachel McAdams. Yeah, I do, too. And and Zach was like, what do you want? Oh, my God, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you... <laughs> what do you want? And yeah, just They have memes, because it's always like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> when the wife's like, what do you want to eat? Well, what do you want? Yeah. yeah. I just wanted, wanted him to read me the fucking phone book. I would have been just fine with that. <laughs> so. I love shit like that, dude. <laughs> uh, the job that I have now, um, I do customer you service. You keep interrupting. So I want to hear all about like their, you know... Like, okay. Real so quick. That, okay, sorry. Sorry. When we were talking about, we love listening to people with certain voices. Oh, yeah. I had my first Jamaican caller the other day, and it was unreal. Even though he was upset, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Just keep going. I'm calling <laughs> upon me harder. <gasps> yeah, charge me at two time. <gasps> I'm like, oh, my God. <gasps> <laughs> that sounds really frustrating. Could you tell me some more? <laughs> <laughs> Can you read me the back label? Where are you <laughs> <laughs> the back I'm in Queen, <laughs> New York. Oh my God, you're Jamaican living in Queens in New York. I love that. You're the best. <gasps> uh, what's I your just want to make candle? sure that your advice <laughs> gets corrected. Oh. Fuck yeah, I'm going to correct this. Uh, wait, Can wait, I call you like every Tuesday? That's really funny, Chris, dude. Oh, my God. It was amazing. I've had an Irish person call, too. Those are the highlights, actually. God, I love <laughs> Southern people call the time. So it's obviously, so he wasn't upset you were 20 minutes late. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> I love you, too, so much. <laughs> <laughs> like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. <laughs> she, she picks up the, the shambles. Oh, I love it. I'm, this is a giant shamble here. I've been picking up my whole life. <laughs> she picks the, the lint out of my belly button. <laughs> Not anymore, because he says he gets offended by it. it oh, makes well, him it feel just less about himself. Because so. I'm oh. so gross every day. 
lint. I have a so lint he trap tested in my fucking me stomach. The other day, he came over and he's like, "Here you go," and I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna do it because I know that it makes you feel less about yourself, and I don't want to make you feel less about yourself." <laughs> but oh, I wanted to do it so bad. Uh, okay, so been together a year. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, a year, and just moved into his apartment in Delano where. You guys live together? Yeah. First time for both of us. Wow. <laughs> you two are so sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 so rad. Yeah. I I love him to death. We yeah, it's really great. My family adores the hell out of him. And his family, we we get along very, very well. And we're actually traveling up to good old North Dakota to oh, yeah. hang out with them. Um but yeah, no, yeah, he's incredible. You guys would love him. Double date soon. Yeah. For sure. Holy shit, that'd be fun. And but <laughs> Do you think you'd be able to handle the weird shit that I say? I so I think <laughs> Zach at Zach at first would probably be like, oh, what? But I think he would when he learned you gotta that break him in a little bit. When when I think when he when he learns that like you're you're like you're, it's all out of warmth and like love and adoration, he would love it. Yeah. Did he grow up in a small town too? Yes. Then yes. Very Just nice a small town boy. So yeah. you don't have to say where he grew up, but pretty like penis. as small as. It's a lot smaller. He grew up in Warren. I'm pretty sure you've never even heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of Warren. You have? Yeah. Oh, I'm so proud. He has such a big old dick. He's still going. Christopher, he's still going. I have a serious conversation. I know. Did you hear it? That's such good songwriting. Because in Journey, he says it goes on and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dick goes on and on and on. It's long. So what? (laughs) So I obviously heard about your story because I watched the Alan show. Oh shit. And we're going to oh, talk about right. that. <laughs> we're not going to do it now. I showed my kids it. Did like, you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, our kids are exposed to everybody. I love that. You, yeah. This may be the first time that I actually cry on the podcast. Because, you oh, know, like we've watched oh, movies so and things where people of the same sex kiss and they're like, oh, okay. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And, um, like, gosh, I don't even remember. It was just like a week ago. Layla's like, oh, is that that person's boyfriend? Or I think it was two ladies. Is that her girlfriend? I go, yeah. Okay. That's like really, our kids don't rad. even nothing. That's so cool. That's, I mean, why? But yes, yeah, so then I showed him your Ellen show. So did he, when he came out, was he in high school? He came out, actually, let me think about this for one second. Um, and unfortunately, because for him, um, that whole process was a pretty uh, uh, dark experience for him. Oh. I think I... And it's I think it's his story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't. He's have to very show it. No, yeah, no. and it's 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 um, yeah, it's a whole nother realm for him. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, he should he knows he's in a very, he knows he has family members that love him and yeah, that my family yeah. we love him and yeah. I love him that he he's we try to and his and our roommate like she loves him like he's we try to surround him with like so much warmth and compassion and yeah. empathy yeah, to kind of yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah sorry no no don't you don't know I get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a lovely, a lovely human. You two would love him. So wait, him. he's got family in North Dakota. You're saying? Yes. Yep. Yep. They um they all grew up in Warren, Minnesota, but then um, <laughs> then they moved to North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. we can talk about that Ellen show now. <laughs> well, okay. Wait. You two are so stop. Great. Hold on. <laughs> Where are you I going was going to tell a story because North Dakota is kind of a rough. I don't know what, what it is about that. That trip out west, like there's there's, nothing there's a there? big old strip of of homophobia, like historically speaking, mm-hmm. Wyoming, right. Montana, mm-hmm. like some bad shit out there. I got trapped in a snowstorm in North Dakota. I don't know if you heard this. Story. I forget what 
episode we told it on. But Definitely, I've not heard of this. Okay, so friend and I are trying to get to Montana. We go, and uh, they shut down 94, so everybody has to get off the road. So we get off in the nearest town, and it's this tiny, tiny... I still need to learn the, the name of that fucking town. <laughs> but all there was, there was a gas station, bar, um, uh, meat place. Why can't I think of... A butcher. Butcher. There's a butcher. That was good. And uh, auto mechanic and a motel. Right, that was it. You should do voice acting, Chris. You know, I'm pretty good at it. I don't like to toot me on horn, but I'm just kidding. Oh my god, do all the time. I see why you really, really love him. That's wonderful. (laughs) He doesn't do any of those in bed, though. Oh man, you should should change. You want me to miss Doubtfire? You in the bed? No, I love that. (laughs) Seriously, you could do a Miss Doubtfire. (laughs) Oh dearie. Oh my god. (laughs) I don't want you to be catching a cold now. Oh, that's so. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> so trapped we get yeah we, we're, we're, there's like 12 cars at this gas station and they opened it up all night long there were some people that stayed there which is really nice of them uh but in the morning time we were about to leave and the driver's side window just dropped into the door so there was no window what and we were fucked and it's funny there was this guy that was walking by right yeah and as soon as he heard the window drop he did that thing where he's the foot's in the air and he brought it back and walked backwards and came up to us and goes, your window fell down. And I wanted to be like, no shit. (laughs) We're in the car, dude. So we were trapped in that town for two days because there was nobody to fix it. So we were like trying to do plastic bags and try and being creative, fix it up. We go to this motel and uh, we tell the lady what happened. And she's like, if you guys just shovel everything, the sidewalk, the driveway, or the parking lot, then you guys can stay here for free. I was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that's great. And she just so happened to have this this handrail that was in front of her motel. And I was like, I lied. I said, my friend and I are actually, we were supposed to be competing in Montana at the X Games. Would you mind if we, you know, use, the, <laughs> use that snowboarding on that rail? She was like, yeah, sure, whatever, as long as you don't break it. I was like, Janet, you're so cool. I'm gonna buy you a drink. Would you be down? For, would you be down for that? Can I buy you a drink later? She's like 60 years old, old lady. She was like, absolutely. <laughs> she was so excited. So that night, <laughs> and this was at the point when like snowboarding and skateboarding, we were all wearing tight pants. Okay. Some of us even with bell bottoms. Okay. So that our snowboard boots would fit inside of the tight tight jeans. It's genius. It was that a pun? Genius. Oh, Jesus. Well, that was good. That was really good. <sighs> good job. Ah, yeah. Meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we walk to this bar, and I can you can hear the country music playing before you even get in there. <laughs> she opens up the door. You could almost hear like a record player scratch and stop because everyone stopped talking as soon as they saw me, and they just stared at me, and then she walks in and goes, oh, what are y'all staring at? He's fine. And then they just went right back to whatever they were doing. But like just the sight of me mm-hmm. wearing tight lady pants, they were like, we don't take kindly to your kind around here type of like mean mugging. Oh, it's fucking intense. It must have been intense. My only friend was the bartender. Oh, <laughs> Janet took her drink and then went and played pool by herself. Oh, damn it. Like, Janet. I'll, I'll just freaking. It's Janet. fine. I'll be over here. Watch Family Guy with the bartender. Oh, God. But so does he have, like, his 
family moved to North Dakota? They're not mm-hmm. from North Dakota? No, no. Oh, they grew up, in, grew up in Warren, moved to North Dakota. So that story was pointless. I just wanted no, to take No, it was good. I appreciate you sharing. That was a long. So I've known that story a thousand yeah. times. Oh, so poor Cam. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> don't be. Um, Can we edit all that out? Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you did like modeling stuff like all of the other models in that group. But what? one thing that was different about you. I forget how the conversation started, but you and I started talking about kids, about how you want to be a dad one oh, day. Oh, yes. And I was like, we should do a shoot with you and Landon. Oh, my you, God. You could practice like the whole dad <laughs> vibe thing. <laughs> you came over. I cleaned up the kitchen. God, and that I, was fun. We role played like where you guys. Ad. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you guys made peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, we did. I, yeah. I love going to those pictures. Sorry, Chris. No, that's fine. And that was such a great thing. And you were... Could you could not stop smiling, massive smile the entire time, and that that I think is what separates you. You look beyond yourself in in what you do. Oh, that's beautiful. Does that make sense? That's really beautiful. So, like, what I saw in that shoot was not only were you getting to do something creative, but it it um, embodied it represented something, represented something that you truly wanted in your life, and and I think. Yeah, everything that you do exemplifies or amplifies that type of... Oh, that's really cool. I appreciate that. lifestyle behavior. Oh, Lord. And on that, what you did for your mom. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Your connection with your mom. my eyes out. Oh, my God. Tell you. I, I was like... <laughs> I, have not, I have not seen my mom cry like that in my entire life. Yeah. So how, yeah. Give, give us the play-by-play. How did that whole thing... Yeah. Um, so due to... Um, some a tiny bit of confidentiality. And you could uh, put your face in the top of the Sorry. microphone. Sorry, yeah, this is bad. Oh, <laughs> so there's certain things you can't say and stuff. Just um, just like the, some details, but no, I that's can okay. definitely okay. um. No, tell what you want to tell. No, me. Yeah. yeah, no, no worries. Um, so essentially, um, the reason the pri- so the primary reason why I wrote to the Ellen show is because my when I first when I came out to my mom, she had a really hard time with it at first, and it you know took her a couple of years mm-hmm. and. That's a hundred percent fine, and now we're close. We're best friends. We have never been closer. Like we, I, I, I love our relationship. It's purely warm. I mean, it's it's, it's wonderful. But every now and then, my mom would express, you know, regret for how she first reacted, Aww. and um, even like, it's just it makes me feel it makes me feel like really sad for her because I think she just can't let that go. Mm-hmm. And so I knew she loved the Ellen Show, so I thought like what if like how what if a better way of expressing like because i always tell her like mom it's totally okay yeah, it's yeah look at us we're like best friends i love mm-hmm. you you love me you love zach it's all good um what a better way of i think really expressing that forgiveness like i like i forgave you a long time ago i love you is yeah bringing to the ellen show um so i wrote a letter to the ellen show god starting in like september and i wrote a letter every single week for three or four Whoa. months wow. yeah yeah i was obnoxiously persistent um, well it worked. But, um, but yeah, we got a call from some of the um, Ellen workers. They, they interviewed us and they said as a way of, you know, thanking for sh- like sharing our story and um, and how and how with Ellen, the reason why um, Ellen came into play is because not only did my mom love the Ellen show, um, she was most nervous about telling her dad that I was gay. And when she told him, that's when he was like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I love Ellen. Ellen's gay, like Brennan's gay, like let let him be happy. Like Ellen's yeah. living her best life. Like it's okay, it's okay, Michelle. And th- so I think that was just like a really good turning point for her. 
And so I think because of that, as a way of like saying thank you for like being a good viewer and for sharing the story and stuff, they're like, oh, we'll fly you out in the audience. We're like, oh my God, twist her arm. Sure. That sounds horrible. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. And my mom too of a, that night when we flew in, she's so kind. Um, as a, as a fun way of like surprising me when I got there, she got me tickets to Harry Potter World. So that was a <gasps> fun way to spend our day when nice. we arrived there. Yeah. But yeah. go there so bad. Oh my god, it was it was wonderful. But then the actual day of the Allen show, um, yeah, we're in the audience. Uh, we're just super excited to be there, and and then you know, Ellen is just you know saying we love making people feel happy. And so when I got this letter from a viewer in Big Lake, I I, st- I knew I was like, we're gonna call down. I'm freaking out. My mom though, it's like I if there's any part of that like five minute clip of us on the Ellen show that I always rewatch. It's like the first 20 seconds. Cause I, yeah. it's so beautiful. Like seeing her reaction, yeah. like just see, like that. It's like a dream come true for her. And so just kind of s- that first realization is just, I could rewatch it over and over yeah. again. And the stuff about your grandfather is like bawling. Yeah. Yeah. He's a wonderful man too. But so yeah, Ellen show. In LA, obviously. <laughs> LA, yeah, we've How never been. How much do you love LA? Um, okay, you're gonna say you don't like it. <laughs> no, okay. we enjoyed it. We loved it. I couldn't live there. Oh. Um, I I loved like spending like a vacation there. It was lovely. It yeah. was perfect weather. I mean, we went to Universal Studios and Harry Potter World for a day, the Ellen yeah. Show for a day, and um, we stayed at a really nice hotel. I mean, we loved it. Yeah. I just, I mean, I'm how a long fan- ago was it? Last week. Last week. Okay. We we went to LA in July and I fell in love. Oh, did you? What did you yeah. know about it so much? Um, so I always tell this to Chris. I don't. I always felt like I never belonged in Minnesota. Sure. Like I grew up in Malacca, small town. I was the weird girl that had the jelly bracelets up to her elbows and listened to punk rock and would have black hair and then blonde hair and I would just never felt like I ever fit in. Um. Even now, like me and like even in our neighborhood, like me and Chris have tattoos all over, and yeah. like we're obsessed with. Oh, everyone else likes their kids, but we're like obsessed with our kids, and we love comedy and we love right. concerts. Like sure. we're just so, but we're when so we, lively. We, yeah, but when so we were in California, and I we were walking around like these, like yeah. I could just feel like, oh my gosh, this is where I belong. Right. These oh, are like there are people like we'd walk around and sometimes like when we go pick up the kids i mean we have tattoos all over and you feel like people are staring at you and you're like okay well this is who i am kind of a thing i don't know maybe you don't you don't give a shit what people think of you no not really (laughs) but i love that about you though i love how just like like it's 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 a really cool combination of like there's it's like the the one of the the few of the many things i really love about you chris is that there's that part of you that love is making people feel so comfortable and really trying to connect with them and that being like the loosey goosey warm energy around them. But then also if somebody doesn't respect that or is just not willing to be warm or be kind, like you don't give a fuck. You don't like right. take it personally. I love that about you. <laughs> well, I interesting love- enough about Chris, he cannot handle when somebody doesn't like him. It drives him crazy. I'm not anymore. Not like oh. not as much. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, I mean, cute. like, um, <laughs> the last, the last thing was the, the, the the open mic scene that I'm a part of the guy who runs the whole thing. He and I like were like nose to nose yelling at each other and, uh, and now we're friends, but yeah, yeah, that was really the only one that I, that I can think of in the last, 
I don't know, okay. long time that right. I that I tried to. But back in Kids high school, yeah, we've about talked about it a few times. <laughs> back in high school, I fucking wanted everybody to love sure. me and like me. And I was yeah, the same way. Well, and I and I thought about it like when you have anxiety, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Is like, does that person hate me? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Do you not like me? I was one of those kids. It was like, why do you hate me so much? Why do you? Mm-hmm. Am I annoying you right now? Why do you hate me? Yeah, keep asking. That Can question. you help me figure out my MySpace layout? Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever share with you that I have anxiety? Have I ever told you that? No. Yeah. Been med- taking medication for six figured, months. Uh, wow. Figured being gay is heck that you had anxiety. Oh my god. Yeah. I loved that. <laughs> oh lord. When I saw, <laughs> I forgot that I said that, and then when I watched that clip, I'm like, oh my god. I love that Ellen yeah. played on it too. Oh lord. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was like throwing chum in the water. That was. Her, like from a comedian's perspective, like, oh, I'm gonna say something about that for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> go ahead. That was that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But no, I we're titling this by the way, gay as heck. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's great. beautiful. That's amazing. Episode 37, gay as heck. Oh, it's so cool. We've been doing this for over a year. Like, I'm I so proud that of you we, too. We've been doing there are 37 it. episodes. Yeah, what? we had a lot of lag. Between I never the listened to him again. And Chris lately has been like, "Have you listened?" So today, That's really when cool. I was cleaning the house, I was listening to the last one because I was, I drank a lot. I'm not drinking alcohol this time. I'm gonna be sober because I got to work out later. But the last time I drank a lot, and there's things I said, I was like, "Holy shit, I said that." <laughs> Pretty personal stuff. Well, hope no one listens to it. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, no, it was a good episode. <laughs> Kim's got a super tight puss. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you said it. It's our <laughs> goddamn show. We say whatever we I want did. on here. I'm I mad. I was we said that we were, I said we were going to take phone calls again. The first time we said we were going to do it, we had phone numbers this up the wazoo. True love works, but everybody. no one fucking submitted their phone numbers this time. So fuck you guys. Except... Who called? Who wants to talk? One person did send a message. Who is it? Her name is Emily Mitchell. No Are you going to call her? She said, if you see this, I'm at work. Please tell Bryden that a super secret admirer says his cardigan and plaid shirt combo is looking fine. How the hell did she know I was wearing a cardigan and a plaid shirt? I took a a super secret photo (laughs) while we were podcasting. She's so nice. I I fucking love her. Adore her. Yeah. She, uh, I, 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 I could talk about her for forever. Um, yeah. I like, I look up to her so much. She's the one who actually got me into photography. Okay. Um, cause she was known as like one of the like super most artsy people in my class in her high school. And so whenever she wanted to like take fun pictures, like she's like, Brian, let's go on a walk or let's go to this park, whatever. I'm like, hell yeah. And it, just, it was always a good time. And when I first started even taking pictures with my phone, she was always just so supportive and yeah, she's a gem. She's a warm. She's a hundred percent. She's an SNL cast member. She's, she is like. the most hilarious person <laughs> I have yeah. ever met. Yeah. She will make you feel so good. Oh, she, I, some of our favorite couple pictures are yeah. the ones she did. God, she's like, yes, I, I take love couples. those pictures. Yeah. She's like, I want to do pictures she's of you guys. So, oh we're like, okay. God. Granted, yeah. I had to drink a little bit before. Cause I, of course, the whole, the whole, like, holding <laughs> someone in like, that's what how supportive Bryden is, though. I like, know. <laughs> but, like, that's not me and Chris. We're weird. Like, yeah. we're quirky. So, this whole, like, gazing at Chris, like, mmm. Well, it was, and it was she, beautiful. She was so much like me in the way that she talks with clients, too. Yeah, you guys really. Oh, yeah. my God. Look into each other's eyes. Oh, my God. So, and how much, how I, and how um I 
like talk with clients is heavily inspired like by what she does yeah, too because yeah. i see it like it just it all warms people up like, i've never heard you do voices before oh you haven't you sh- i'm i feel like i'm a completely different person at, at a wedding <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm my in my extroverted little section of extrovertedness comes out and mm. i'm annoying it's your superpower <sighs> it only comes you're like besides Shazam. hugging besides yeah, that's true ah. that's right is he a good hugger is that what it yeah. was yeah Brighton Chris, lo- Chris is always like, but you're a good hugger too. You he hugged really our neighbor That's why one he, time. He was getting out of his car when he showed up, yeah, and was, I was like, "I'm gonna hug the shit out of you." It when was you so get up cute. Here. I heard like a little scream. I'm like, "That's Chris. <laughs> That's my Chris. <laughs> I love him." Who'd you hug? You hugged our neighborly or one of our neighbor yeah, friends yeah. one time, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, you're a really good hugger." So her husband That's had to so come beautiful. over and get a hug, and he's like, "Wow, you really." It's all about. Uh, sincerity, man. It is being genuine. Capital G. Fun stuff. I love doing it. Uh, let's uh, let's talk some shit, Kim Duke. Who do you want to talk shit about? You ready to you ready to do some sick burns? Sick burn. Now I'm really getting nervous. Oh, I don't have any sick burns for you this week. Oh man, I'm it's gonna a good sick week. burn you so hard. Um, but since we've started including guests in our sick burns. <laughs> Why don't you burn me first? I'm interested. You said you have so many. I mean, I always do. I could make fun of you. I know. Oh, forever. Oh my god. Go ahead. What do you got? Romance. Um. When you uh. Don't get gross. <laughs> oh <God>. When you. <laughs> <I'm gonna find laughs> you're with an arm distance. <laughs> uh, when. when j- I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm not nervous for you, Kim. You'll get your turn. I know. Uh, when you fart into the toilet, it sounds like a walrus giving birth. No, oh, that's stupid. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Okay. Fine. Um, I can't do funny, though. I think too serious, and I don't want to hurt you, so I got to try and... I'm not funny. It's not It's not called funny burns. It's called sick burns. But it's like roasting people. I, can't, I don't think I could roast somebody. Mm, well, I mean... I didn't realize our relationship was dying out so hard right now. <laughs> it's okay. I can't even play cards against humanity because I just feel so guilty. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> you have to do at least one. Let I me did think one of on you. One. Okay. My gosh. You fart like a bleeding walrus Yikes. with all of the walry enemy. Ew. What are you, the Titanic over there? <laughs> I'm like sorry, I was changing my microphone. I've done this before, Kim. I don't know if you knew that. You know what's funny? We 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 just talked about how awesome you are the whole episode. Now I'm ready to I receive some yeah, brutality. Yeah. Well, we already, I already talked about how you look like a gay Colin Farrell. Uh, well, that's not a that's not a sick burn though. They're, they're compliment unless you don't it's like true, Col- unless, a, you, unless you don't like Colin, Colin do Farrell. Yeah, Colin. yeah. Okay. He's, he's brilliant. brilliant. He's pretty fantastic. Um, um, I'm looking for creativity here. That photo of you oh, with the pink boa and the leather jacket and the mohawk from back in the day. You got together with <gasps> five or six other models. Oh my god! And you wanted you wanted to be quote unquote fierce. Yes, I did. And uh, holy shit, that was the most High School Musical shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I even look back and I definitely could have done that better <laughs> now. Definitely could have been much more fierce. But I can't even make fun of it because you were just so genuinely happy that you couldn't like. <laughs> 
emit anything fierce. You were just too like this is awesome. I was too cute. I love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> oh, I love it. God damn it, you're so hard to make fun of because you're just uh, making fun of how you're able to be happier than other people. <laughs> Should we talk about uh your your fear of Asians? What? Yeah. I like everybody. Yeah, okay. Anyways, um <laughs> Cam, do you want to rebuttal that at all? <laughs> do you want to go pee for me? Oh my god. We yeah. That tanked that conversation. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's um, okay, Chris. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know why your urethra is so wide it's almost like you pulled a catheter through it oh, oh. with the balloon still oh just must i must need to be in the health field that's yeah. ouchie um uh, that's a big right. would you say uh, that my urethra is like a broken gutter drain oh. on See? a rainy day it's yeah. easy like Sunday morning. Um. Oh, I remember what. Okay. What? That's you had your chance. You suck. I'm gonna come <laughs> up with something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up how to burn your husband. You know what I find funny is every time that I try to make fun of Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. You and your fucking gay brethren always come at me. What the fuck is it with? The gay community and T Swift. So now, I mean, what do you feel about her after her Netflix concert vid, though? I couldn't watch it. Oh come on! I genuinely, gosh, she's brilliant. After the Den of Thieves, my kids watched it, and they liked it. Gosh, she's she's so fucking brilliant. Land didn't even watch it. He doesn't even like Taylor. He acts like he doesn't like Taylor. She's, she's yeah. She hates photographers. She, she credits she credits all her photographers. On now Instagram. she does. After she got some backlash. Yeah, well, got caught fucking being there's shitty. There's hardly any celebrities that credit their photographers. So uh, I think it's. Oh, oh my God. Listen here. You listen to me, goddammit. <laughs> she is a fighter. And for how young she was when she started doing that shit, I will give her credit for that. For taking the reins and saying, I'm not going to be taken advantage of because you had Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, all these kids. That were being fucked over and being controlled, right? And for Justin Bieber, he turned into like this, you know, he couldn't handle all that shit. She turned on her manager brain and self-defense brain mm-hmm. on so early that she was able to maintain sanity. And so to that, I give her massive amounts of credit to do that so young. Mm-hmm. That's such a difficult thing to do to say, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is how I want to be portrayed. And I don't want it to be misconstrued. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets to tell my story but me. Right. And I'm going to do that in the most effective way possible. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's amazing. Do I think she's secretly a dick? You don't have to lie. Yes. <laughs> One issue I have with her is I heard, because I have friends that work in radio. Yeah. And she won't do meet and greets with kids under 10 anymore. Which oh, I really? Kinda, yeah. Which I feel like. I, s- I just saw I, like a meet. Like I just saw her meet with like a little kiddo in a hospital. Like that just happened. Well, like, like at her concerts. Yeah, like oh, it was at a hospital. Yeah, that's what we're saying. That's. But like at her concerts, when she does meet and greets oh. at her concerts, she won't do any children under ten. Sure. Which I get. She's trying to be like yeah, older. I, to be fair, I won't do any children under ten either. <laughs> <laughs> you said that. <I. laughs> Someone's coming up. 
You're disgusting. My camera just beeped. Okay, so, but why? Where did your love of T-Swift come from? God. Because you just like to shake it off. <laughs> well, I well think, did you love the country stuff so in the beginning? I think the, so I think the, the is that, is that, yeah, that's I beautiful. Did, yeah. So I think, well, I initially like, liked, like heard like for the flick for the music, like the fun music, like mm-hmm. didn't really give her like what she did behind the music stuff much thought, like with like love story, you belong with me. That's when I started like knowing more about her. Oh. I didn't like listen to her a whole, whole time doing her like speak now red albums a little bit. But then I'm a huge, I'm a huge 80s fan. And so when like 1989 came out, it was an 80s inspired pop album. Mm. I thought it was like, that's, that's genius. That's, that's brilliant. And then um, with Reputation, I think the reason why I really liked that is that she's basically telling people that you don't get to tell my story. You don't get to spin my narrative to make and make me feel inferior. Like even with the manager, the guy who like roped her, I don't know if you guys heard about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how they twisted it around they did yeah. and she went to trial yeah. for a buck because it was all about the fact that just because you are a high like a high class manager or a dj and you grope me i'm not here to make money out of you i'm here to like to speak to essentially tell you, you cannot fucking do that mm-hmm. and so i just and too like with her like the only thing the only the one thing i've always been nervous about with her is just like politics like where she was at because she was oh. she was somebody who was never like vocal about that she yeah. just she would just tell people like go vote go vote but then after her reputation stadium tour ended like li- literally the day after is when she did this. I don't know if you read it. It's a massive long, it's really well-written, like well-versed about how she, how there's like people with people in color face police brutality, people who are queer, you know, face still a lot of stigma and just basically you need to like in her state, you need to vote for this Democrat because he's supportive of oh, like women and yep, stuff I like that. that. Oh. And so, of course, for me, that's when it really solidified. I'm like, okay, she she really knows what she's doing. She really is supporting like her People. friends too, right? Yeah. And she's like using her platform to like raise awareness about yeah. the stuff. So I thought that was really really cool. Okay, but you can't hate on that, Chris. No, and of course, like no, that's what I said. Like, and the thing is too, like we all get to like love whoever oh, we love. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm weirdly like I just I love her music. I I like read into her lyrics so much because that's just she also like does that because she knows her fans who are really will read into everything that she does. Yeah. And so it's just fun. And then knowing that she supports people of color, like her concert, like all of her, ba- like mm-hmm. all yeah. of her background dancers are strictly almost people of color mm-hmm. and it celebrates women. Like it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. And so I think that just kind of only like fuels me more to like, that's, she said, that's incredible. And like with Kesha, I don't know if you heard about oh, with dude, don't even give me star on Kesha. I know she is amazing. I know. I know. But I mean, but when Kesha was going through her debacle with um, Dr. Luke, how Kesha even, mentioned that Taylor Swift like pick up the phone more than her own mom did like she was constantly there for her during the entire process like I think like there's this that's all problem with like media too and that's why I think I love reputation too so much because the media can really paint such a massive picture and like you don't really hear about some of that stuff because like I only heard about the whole Kesha thing so I was like diving into her because I google her name like once a week (laughs) because I love finding out fun things about her and like new music is gonna be released I'm just obsessed with her like in that sense um <laughs> but it's just like little things like that i'm like okay you do a lot of cool stuff yeah. you know and but the cool part about music is you get to like whoever Whatever you want, want. yeah so well, yeah it's yeah. a free world okay if you're going around just like like i love hansen i always will love hansen. hansen okay but you're not allowed to do mm-hmm. that. oh wait um b- b- mbop <laughs> mbop yep <laughs> how old are you oh you 24? 23 24 
Okay. Well, you're a baby still. That is well, the funniest baby, thing I've ever heard. Mbop. Mbop. How, how do you say it? Now Mbop. I don't know if I want to call this episode Mbop. No. Or gay as heck. <laughs> gay as heck. <laughs> mm. Maybe in parentheses. No, dude. M- Mbop. Gay as heck. E-M <laughs> hyphen pop. Uh, uh, I drew a picture be. of you. Did you? God, you are a fantastic artist. Yeah, I know. It looks, oh my God. That's actually really good. <laughs> uh, you look like you like bow ties, but bow ties are too hard to tie. So you don't wear them as often. Um, the only bow ties I have are the ones that you don't tie. Yes, yeah, <laughs> they're pre-tied. They're pre- yeah. That's pretty I good, see it. Chris. Thank you you should get that tattooed well, on you. Can we put it on the fridge? I don't care. Okay. I know. He has to ask permission to put things on the <laughs> So, And I also wanted to know, do you still second shoot, right? I do. You did last Friday. Yeah, I'll second shoot. That's a goddamn blast. Okay. I love doing that. But Great. when it comes to main shooting, I'm done. I'm done with that shit. Okay. One, His anxiety can't like handle it One wedding. That's fair. That's over fair. that. Yeah. God damn it. Because now Chris is a tool worker. He's a tool. Yeah, man. I, if initially the whole oh. reason why all of this started right <laughs> I was like what? was because i wanted to do video stuff i wanted to make oh, films oh, that's right. and i wanted to tell stories and i started doing photography to make money to be able to do video stuff sure. and then found this way of being able to tell stories through a photo yeah versus a 30 minute video is so it seems so powerful to me to be able to capture one image that makes people go, wow, you know, and you can stare at it and dissect it and da, 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 da. Once that starts to become routine, like I can show up to a wedding, I can make everything clear, in focus, well lit, blah, 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 blah. Right. But where's the story? There's it, like it, it's... So once it starts to become the same thing, cookie cutter over and over again, like I just, I just can't do that. Well, anymore. and then Chris was doing, you were doing weddings, so you could have make money to get more supplies right, to the do the thing. fun stuff. Right, the stuff so that you I really felt, get yeah. like a joy so from. Yes. Like, sure, weddings, yeah. wedding, weddings was never the ends to the means. It was always. And some people love that. Some people love weddings, like they thrive for it. Yeah, that's okay. that's okay though. It that's was the always to photography. Get, it was always to get. Yeah. It was always to get funds to be able to tell stories. Yeah. And and now I can work at a desk job and it you know be a robot. <laughs> but I at least when I make images now, it's to tell stories. It's to do. It's what you want. Yes, yes, that's yes, cool. Yes, 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 that's really beautiful. Chris, is, I always tell people all creative Chris's because I am not a creative person at all. I'm not artistic. I'm not creative. So everything our children have, they've gotten from Chris. But Chris couldn't listen beautiful. to a song. And make a whole movie out of a song. Just he'll be like, okay, so it starts like this. And I remember you telling me about this before Christopher Robin came out, this kind of darkish Winnie the Pooh kind of thing. Like, oh, so it starts like this. And it's just him listening to a song. He's like, okay, it starts like this and this and this. And like he's even come up with like a prequel to The Nightmare Before Christmas. No, no, no. It wasn't. It's a sequel. Sequel. And he's like, okay, this is what would happen. And I'm like, how can you in your brain just like. No, this is how it's gonna go, and it's God, gonna look, look like you. this, and the characters gonna do this, I'm and this, and this. I'm gonna create this for you. Have you okay. seen Nightmare Before Christmas? Love it. Oh okay. my gosh, Jack Skellington. Could you? So here's the sequel, right? We have a kid. You know how Jack uh, gives all these fucked up presents to the kids, right? Yeah. There's one kid who loves his. It's a shrunken head that talks, and it's his only friend mm-hmm. for the longest time. He doesn't fit it in school. So when he gets this present, 
It means the world to him. So he becomes obsessed with Halloween, becomes obsessed with the folklore around Jack. And one night on Halloween, he goes out and ends up in that graveyard where Jack has the secret door that lets yeah. him back into Halloween Town. Um, he goes into there and then ends up in that ring of trees, right, with all of the different holidays. Yes, Easter like the, and all that, that forest, Jack. yeah. Mm-hmm. Falls through the jack-o'-lantern tree, ends up in Halloween Town, and wanders around for a little while. It's kind of scary, but at the same time exciting. Right. Does he have the head with him? And he meets, or he's, he's found out. Great question. I'm picturing No, he's following, oh, I fucked up on that part. No, he follows the head. The oh. head tries to get back to Halloween Town. Oh, okay. Oh. That's why he finds that door. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Head fall, so ba 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 tree, did he do? And then he ends up at Halloween Town. He's found out, because he has makeup on initially. Mm-hmm. Looks like a ghoul or whatever, and so people don't pay him any mind at first but then cu- turns around turns out that he's a human and so they're like we can't have you you're not supposed to be here mm-hmm. and uh they're about to send him back to the human world and a ghost offers to uh like be his liaison for the night and let him spend one night in halloween town so he gets to see all these amazing things so he sees all these amazing things right she's with him the whole time and Oogie Boogie's crew, those three kids. Lock, shock, and barrel. Lock, shock, and barrel. They uh, are constantly trying to resurrect Oogie. Right. And so they tell him that there's a way that you could be here forever. Don't you Mm -hmm. want? Wouldn't you rather stay here? You know, up there sucks. Your only friend. And so they trick him into resurrecting Oogie. Oogie gets resurrected. He's even bigger than before. He tries fucking up Halloween Town. The kid realizes that he's screwed up. And so he goes in to save Halloween Town. Ends up dying. Oh my God. What? But he saves Halloween Town. And because he's already there, immediately comes back and he's a ghoul. And he now gets to live in the town that he's dreamed of. But for then years his parents up in the They radio. suck. Have you ever seen a Tim Burton movie? Parents always uh, are the fucking worst. Yeah, you can always like make movies. it out. Four like, lines, parents. Now, it, you know, and I was like thinking too, like, what if that head, because it was so wonderful and beautiful to him, like his parents were just like abusive, like emotionally, yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. pay him any attention. So he okay. like found a family with like with the, with the monsters, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. I See, love that. Chris is just such Look a creative monster over here. I'm like, it's my favorite thing to do, dude. I, c- I could tell you movie ideas that I have for, I could make a podcast about every single movie idea I have. Seriously. Don't though, because maybe someday you'll give those ideas to someone. Yeah, I was kind of tempted to tell you to me not to share every single detail of that story on here. Instead, there's a, I think in Vegas, there's a Tim Burton art thing oh. going on right now. Really? Yeah. Oh, you want to go to Vegas? Yeah. God. All right, let's go. All right, good. Um, Weekend trip. I'm going to do one more pee pee because I am a. Uh, He's pregnant. In my third He's trimester. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> and, Same uh, time. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yours got out faster. I know. It's all that pregnancy phlegm, you know? <laughs> oh. right, pause it for a second. This giant. Wait, what are you watching? I was watching this lady Cyst with... popping? Yeah, I love it. Ugh. Today I was watching... Um, What's your guilty pleasure, Brighton? Wait, I'm... Fin- 
So I, today I watched them pull <laughs> this giant. So when I worked at, I worked in the clinic for a little while. We used to do a lot. I did a lot of ear washes with. It was a lot of men that used earplugs a lot. Sure. So the, they would just get built up giant clumps of wax. And then they started to not be able to hear very well. So we used to clean ears out and get big, just chunks of earwax. So today I watched this one. It was huge. And I was just like, it's like that waiting for it to come out. And you're like, ah. Sure. You look absolutely disgusted right <laughs> now. No. So I actually, I remember just watching, um, I don't know if it was, if it was um, a college term or BuzzFeed where they had a bunch of people like get their ears clean. I thought that was so like, uh, what's the, it was very um, like relieving, not relieving. Um, Therapeutic. Yeah. It just, it was. It you was feel like. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I think my go-to lately has been like people's like back, like people's backs getting cracked. Oh. Like really, really oh. bad. Like really just, there's a lot of cracks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I do a lot of the crack. He does. Yeah. It's true. Um, okay. No, Layla, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Layla has joined us. Kimberly? <clears throat> yeah. Do you want uh, Layla to talk? Our friend Bryden has chosen a snack. You want to talk, Layla? Yeah. Layla, what would you questions? like to say? Do you have any questions for Bryden? Mm. <laughs> What's your favorite Taylor Swift song. Well, that's a golden question. My all-time favorite Taylor Swift song or my current like favorite Taylor Swift song? All-time favorite. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Style from her 1989 album, track number three. <gasps> <laughs> wow. I know. Cool. Yeah. I have a question. I may have what? an answer. Do you like Debbie Lovato? <laughs> I I I am very proud of her. I know. I Sorry, almost Chris. so I started working out and I almost bought Fabletics because they have like the you can buy two leggings for twenty four dollars or whatever. Okay. And then I looked into it and like once Demi <laughs> fell off the wig and they like completely erased her from everything and I'm like they did yeah and I'm like forget that like <gasps> I'm not gonna support a company they did she's a normal person I yeah. had no idea that they did that to yeah, her yeah so she had her own line and everything you know you saw <sighs> the commercials and she looked amazing. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And so then when I started going through the pictures and you're like, okay, like obviously, but like they don't even offer any of her clothes. I mean, they get new people that, you know, sponsor, but it's like still, come on. That's so disrespectful. It is. It's like she's a normal person. She struggles. We all F up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Anyway. Sorry, Chris, we're about to ask. That's okay. I I asked him the bottle because the whole time I was watching Taylor Swift in that onesie thing, I'm like, it must be like this that generation because De- that Demi Lovato was wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have something to say, ma'am? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Justin Timberlake song? Oh, oh! So I will admit that I do not know Justin Timberlake as well as. A lot of other people. You know what my favorite thing about Justin Timberlake is? Is that he knows how to put his uh, mouth up to the microphone. Christopher. <laughs> That's my being. I love Justin Timberlake. <laughs> That's my bad. I'm so not used to this. It's my favorite the, thing to do is saw uh, the concert I went and saw Justin Timberlake. How Timberlake often concert. people are too far away from the goddamn microphone. <laughs> no. Ready for my question, Kim Duke? No, 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 no. We're having a good conversation. Um, I bet I have a good question. Shh. Layla, I think Is my it from the Trolls? Oh. That's a good song. <laughs> Can't stop the feeling, right? Yep. I do like that one. It's a good, definitely a go-to wedding song, but I think my favorite's Sexy Back. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. Gets all the juices right. And Hands down, my least favorite Justin Timberlake song. Chris just doesn't like Justin but Timberlake. But I respect at all. you. What? That's not true. Here's what I was going to ask. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about your mom? Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, my God. Honestly, I could probably talk about her for forever. I think my favorite thing, though, my little brother and I always like to talk about this, is how her, her amount of unconditional love that she has. She is always so warm and supportive no matter what Taylor and I, Taylor and I really want to do. She's always so gun ho about it. Oh. And that's why I think when I first came out, it was really hard for her, but it was the fact that she loved me so much that she was so willing to really try and try and try to understand and try to like negate any stigmas or like stereotypes and all that yeah. jazz. So Layla, what's your favorite thing about your mom? <laughs> mm, you be nice to me. Oh my God. <laughs> and what else? Layla's what, what's your favorite thing about your dad? <laughs> mm, he's funny. <gasps> Thank you. He's also quite handsome, isn't he Layla? <laughs> 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 I was just okay so j- today at work I was thinking about what a gross piece of shit I am now oh my god he I got a disgusting he got troll so he got sad because I said sent me a I picture miss, of I'm your missing, hot face and he's like Ugh. no 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 this was before I'm oh. I'm missing one two Kim, you were trying four, five teeth in my mouth okay where there should be teeth uh I I I've gained weight only in my stomach. He doesn't understand. Like to the point I to where I have a crazy obsessed, attracted to him. Like I think about him all that's day so beautiful. Long. Like it's Stockholm syndrome. Obsessed. <laughs> like any time I can talk about Chris with people, I'm like talking about Chris with people. And I do when he's not here. I'm like, okay, he's gonna get home at this time. Oh, and then so when he walks pretty. in the door, I'm like, oh my gosh. You're yeah, so but who who tattooed their wedding ring finger first? Well, you because. Y- because I love you more? Is that what you're no, because Say, you I didn't want to wear a ring anymore. More obsessed with you. Oh, that's really cool. I talk about Kim constantly. Constantly. All of the open micers are always like, oh, you you must be Kim? Yeah, he will not shut up about you. All the time, I speak of you. I have four tattoos of you on my body. Oh, that's so, so You have beautiful. one tattoo that represents the both of us. I have one tattoo on my <laughs> arm for you too, though. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Oh, my grossness. Okay, so I'm at work and I see myself in the mirror and I'm like, yuck! I look Stop. like the kind of teacher that is on the news for being too complimentary about how your daughter's doing in math class. <laughs> oh my god, it's gross. <laughs> and then, as I'm thinking that, Kim texts oh, me good. that saying send me a picture of your hot face and i'm like not the time <laughs> you know what i relate to that because i always tell zach that he's the most handsome like right when he wakes up oh when i really mm-hmm. when chris doesn't shower for days and he is greasy and dirty oh my gosh Do i don't th- know if it's don't let me like, loose i feel it i 100 <laughs> I, 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 I wonder no, if it's I, their pheromones though. I don't, like i feel no, like it, i think so because i feel like it builds up and i'm like oh don't shower you're just perfect the way you are <laughs> mm-hmm. if you could put a little more dirt on you that'd be great do you think it, that vulnerability plays a part into it because he looked so like do you like, feel like you kind of put him on a pedestal physically when you first saw him that when he gets down and dirty you're like oh you look good even when you look bad no. 
that kind of thing. You know I think it saying? has answered the question for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love dissecting shit like that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. See, that's what I was saying. Mental health stuff and like the way the, the way that we think and feel is a big part of what we do. Um, Man, there's so much more I would say if Layla wasn't here, which is why we Thank now you, Layla, for being here. <laughs> should go into <laughs> Are you familiar with this snack girl? She was featured on Ellen. I just want to hold her. <laughs> That's I just so want to eat unless I'm out of snacks with her. Like, girl, yeah. you are my spirit animal. <laughs> like, you know. Inspiration. Yes. <laughs> okay. Las tapitas, Spanish tapas, flatbreads, machego Manchego cheese. cheese. With genuine Manchego sheep's cheese. <laughs> Um, Let's see how unhealthy these things are. Do you have any allergies to anything? No. Okay. Wow. Do you have any aversions to things? No, my Zach and I are, we're trying to limit the amount of sugar that we put in our bodies. Okay. Well, this, this is has a special occasion. This has damn one it. And that's why I allowed this. <laughs> okay. He, this he, has. You can't know what I'm drinking right now. There's only 1.4 grams of sugar in nine. Oh, okay. Beans, so. that's, that's within yeah. our. Yeah. That's within our plan. It's just. It's got. Gar- <laughs> I mean, wheat flour, water, extra virgin oil, um, that machego cheese, which is sheep's milk, yeast, mm. sea salt. Multiple. I mean, it's not bad. No, let's let's give it a whirl. I mean, I mean we're not gonna eat the whole bag. We're just. I we're know. <laughs> I know. Let's let's, let's Sometimes try it. we eat the whole bag. You wanna open it? Is that um? Oh my god! Don't tell me um. What is her name? Um, have some, Shakira. <laughs> Oh, you do get that. Yeah. I thought you were trying to do it. Yeah. I was doing like an Italian slash Spanish. I like to do a. Oh, that's another thing that I like to do to couples is I'll sing songs for them like I did for you. Okay. Everybody take one first. Thank you, sir. Don't bite it yet. So we sniff. Oh, it stinks. Yikes. Oh, shit. What is this? It smells like uh, what you feed your hamsters. Don't say it like that. No, I'm not going to be able okay. Yeah. This is going to be great. Okay. I'm really, why am I really? I'm super nervous. It smells like a cookie I ate before. Oh, they're really hard. If you didn't, your tooth wouldn't have came out then. This isn't dog food, right? Kind of tastes like dog food. Are you sure um, this is not dog food? It's not. And I don't like that. Wow. That's a huge letdown. That's the um, second gross thing. <laughs> We've made some pretty gross things. One thing that we bring up all the time is dried Dried broccoli. broccoli. They were called florets. I didn't realize that's the technical term for a broccoli flower is a floret. And so it was just dehydrated broccoli. And when you tried to eat it, it It immediately dried. Was it cooked? No. No, no. Like dried up. You know, like dried fruit? (gasps) Oh. dried up broccoli. Delicious. No seasoning. Oh, so gross. Yikes. And Chris loves broccoli and he couldn't even ugh, I almost threw up eating it. Mm-mm. It tasted like grass. But <laughs> grass that tried to trick you into thinking it was delicious. Ugh. That was hey, what's going on? Come on, Danny. I'm grass. I'm delicious. You won't taste some of this grass. Just kidding it shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> fucking garbage. Uh this was uh I mean, okay, here, here's what I will say. If you mixed this with like 
a dip, like a cream cheese or something. Or like a spinach artichoke dip. On its own, it's not <sighs> pleasant, but it is 100% a good... Yeah. It's, it's it has potential. Like a Dunkaroo, like you know what I'm saying? It has potential. Like, you have to uh, do it. Yes, there's potential there, but on its own, it's like super disappointing. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> it's like one Backstreet Boy, you know? When they're all together, it's great, but on their own, it's pretty disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when they tried going on their own, they didn't do very good. That's Brighton, Chris, you're such a pleasant person. Aww. Uh I noticed when we were trying to do sick burns, you were thinking very hard. You had this look on your face like, if I were to try and make fun of these two, I, uh, how would I do it? Am I capable of doing it? And I'm here to tell you, I think you are. <laughs> no. Ah! No. Is it? No, wait, wait, wait. Okay, Layla, you get one question. Queen Layla. You ready? When have you lost your first tooth? <gasps> oh, oh do you remember losing your first tooth? I don't remember if it was my very first tooth, but I, I remember the the one I think the most creative ways that I lost a tooth. Um, if you ever want to lose a tooth, <laughs> the <laughs> easiest way to do that is go to a movie theater, get a bunch of milk duds, and oh. see a film. And their tooth will get stuck in the milk dud, and, and they'll pull it right out. That's so good. So you went to see... Chronicles of Narnia, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Oh, nice. <laughs> yep. Milk dud, so good. I was going to make a gay joke about you going to see some Barbara Streisand film, but... Zach and I did see a Barbara Streisand show last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's the best. Well, there we go. That's a good question. What's the most stereotypically gay thing about you? Ooh. That's not like not so obvious. Like I feel like I, I, like, I love like I used to, I like loved Glee a lot. Oh, we loved okay. Glee too. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, Kim and I were gay men for like five years because <laughs> we cool. remember we watched that one show about the the two guys that Broke had back the Mountain. surrogate mom. <laughs> Interesting our enough, date. our first date was to Brokeback Mountain. A really? And I'm so adamant about when you pay money for the film, you stay and you watch the whole thing. Thing is, and as with soon as Heath film. Ledger spit <laughs> on his hand. Oh. Kim was like, we don't have to stay here. And I was like, $8? We're staying. The thing is, is like, Chris made a good point. It didn't matter if it was with another man. If right. it was with another woman, people would have been outraged. Yeah, that movie was So we were outraged because it's just, you're cheating on your spouses. Yeah, and you're a miserable human being treating not only your, your uh, mistress like garbage, you're treating the person that you created a family with like mm -hmm. garbage. Yeah. And then... Jake Gyllenhaal's character did the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like they were just bad people. I, they could have been something beautiful, mm -hmm. right? That was like the theme of the movie. But they were just garbage human beings to themselves and everyone around them. Like that's what I took away from the movie. Mm -hmm. Like people thought it was super brave and stuff, but I was like, no, they were pieces of shit being assholes to everyone involved ha with them. Have you two seen Love Simon? Yes, oh. bald my eyes. You out. should see that one, Chris. Wait, you saw it? When did you watch it? We were gonna watch it together. Oh, I'll watch it with you. Oh, my bad. Wow. Landon really wanted to watch it. It's a very powerful film. It is. It's probably like the most powerful gay film I've ever seen yeah. in my life. When we watched, when the trailer came out, Landon, we was we recorded an episode where Kim and I are reacting to the trailer. 
Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, like we were but so excited. I remember I Landon realize. brought the trailer because we had already seen it. And Landon's like, we we should really see this movie. And Landon gets really emotional. He's like, he doesn't understand why people are mean to other people. Like oh, it really upsets wow. him. Like these people are so mean. Like they don't, like they're bullying him. Mm-hmm. Like he just doesn't understand because we live in such a household where everything's normal because that's <laughs> the way it is. Mm-hmm. That is hilarious. <laughs> You're doing this super sweet thing and Layla was mimicking me. I know, I know. So it like really upsets Landon that people can be mean to people for things. That's even more He got so emotional like watching the trailer, like crying. So Landon has seen the movie? No, just the trailer. I'm the only one that watched the movie. Oh, wow. Is it appropriate for a little kid? Oh, God, definitely. I think so. Oh, my gosh. It's... Yeah. It's very, no, it's very like, sweet. The okay. way that, the way that, the way by the end of the film, like it really normalizes somebody who is struggling with being gay or even questioning. It's, it's so real and powerful. Like the parents too. Yeah. Was it Jennifer Gardner? Yeah, Jan- Jennifer her, Gardner. She and, um, made that. Yeah. Like her, like like five minutes spill with him. Like the, was it remind you of your mom a little bit? Mom, that's why my mom yeah. cried because she really wished she would have been that way. Oh, yeah. That's when I. And that was actually right after that movie is when I realized that I need to like somehow figure out a way for her to. I had a weird uh, moment a, a while ago where a friend of mine uh, came out to me as bisexual. Oh, sure. And. It's so we- it didn't affect me so much that I thought he had already told me, mm-hmm. and so he said it, and, and then like, like stood there just staring at me, and I was like, "Okay, yeah," and, and he's like, "Oh, I, I just," I was like, "I'm pretty sure you've told me that before," because I just didn't care so much, <laughs> and then like the next day I was like, "Oh, that's was a weird way of re- like I, who cares anymore?" I mean. I'm glad to be in that place to mm-hmm. be like, I I love obviously making jokes and, mm-hmm. and doing stuff like that, but that's playing on anybody's, mm-hmm. you know, any any way you can, mark <laughs> capitalize on somebody's insecurities, <laughs> is always fun yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. As long Ow. as you let them know that you love them, that's a, that's the main. The thing, thing with about your roasting. grandpa thing that got me so emotional is that oh, sure. my dad growing up. So my older brother, um, I think he's fluid. You know, sure. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I always knew that growing up. I always knew that about my brother, like whatever. Um, but my dad's always been very homophobic, aw- okay. like awful. He, I mean, he's 60. Let's see. 60. What are we talking about? 60. He'll be 66 Your dad? this year. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a thousand. He's a thousand. So oh. like he would say He looks awful. like a mix between the Lorax and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> God. So he would say really awful things around, around my brother, and I'd be like, "That's not. You can't talk about people like that." Like, I growing up, I'd always be like, "He's just mean. He's he's mean about people that are overweight and everything. He's just anyway." So when the vote no thing was going on, I know I've told this story before, and Chris gets annoyed, but he like had me and my brothers all meet together, like as a family, and he's like, "You know what? This doesn't affect me, but this affects your generation and people." And he's like, "It doesn't make a difference to me." What? people do with their lives so what do you think i should vote and for him someone who was just like the way he was for him to say that i'm like holy shit like have we turned a new leaf over like who are you yeah that's all i got that's really beautiful thank you for sharing but i don't i don't know if he knows i don't think he ever found out about my older brother no i don't know that he'd be surprised (laughs) no just because he's so out there compared to the family he's always been kind of on the outer mm-hmm. skirts of of what their normal is yeah 
Um, so I don't think it would surprise him. No, I, I highly recommend like watching Love, Simon. I almost brought it up earlier when we were talking. I don't remember what we were talking about. Khalid. The and thing that threw me off, though, and I watched 13 Reasons Why, is that girl being in the movie. I'm I've like, never seen it. Okay, so that was the weird thing with me. I'm like, and then the one guy that's in it is also on 13 Reasons Why, the piano player guy. So it was just like, whoa, what am I watching? Am I watching Oh, that's reasons? right, because um, one of his friends is the lead. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm like, wait, what am I watching again? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then trying to figure out all the whole time who Blue was was driving me. They, they were so clever about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can watch the movie over and over again and still just cry and just feel so... It's just, What I like about it is it's so comforting to watch yeah. because I think for a lot of kiddos who really wish they would have had such, I think, positive and just so casual reactions to coming out with, like, parents and stuff, yeah. it's that sense of, like, comfort for them. Yeah. God, Chris. Yeah. This is a, a podcast where burping and farting yeah. happens constantly. And like with the, that moment with him and his dad, oh my gosh, <sighs> freaking cried my eyes off. Yeah, I re- recommend anybody to Let's watch that Let's set up a Grindr account. Oh my it's God. like Facebook for gay people, right? Have you been on Grindr before? No. What? That's what he <laughs> says in the movie. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that okay. a line from the, it was in the trailer, like oh. they showed yeah. a clip of his Sorry, dad being I like, thought we were I done talking about Simon, mm. that's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, don't you... I don't remember this being in the so- movie. Did you look up the Love Simon soundtrack and it's on there? Maybe. I primarily listen to the Bleacher songs from that soundtrack. Oh, Bleachers are good. Oh, it is on the soundtrack. I'm Jack Antonoff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. If I hadn't sang it so off key, you would have been like. The guy from Bleachers, Jack Antonoff. Yeah, that pro- guy's amazing. Produced Taylor Swift's latest two albums. Son of a bitch! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what were we going to ask me, Chris? Uh, no, I was going to make fun of you. Oh, yeah, give it. Give it a go. Um, you're, are you the older brother? Yes. Yes. How old is your younger brother? Tete. God, I was going to hate that I said that on here. Um, God, he just turned 21. <gasps> really? What the hell? Did you buy him a bunch of sea breezes? What what is that? It's a drink. Oh, I never knew what it was till someone brought one over and I drank it. Yeah, I've never had one. It's a funny one to say. It's just it's kind of it's kind of like wine coolers, but they're like margarita flavored and stuff. They're kind of gross. They taste like tanning lotion in a bottle with water um, and booze. Delicious. Have you ever seen your Yikes. brother drunk? Oh, definitely. Um, what type of a drunk would you say your brother is? Is there? <laughs> Talking the top of the mic, d- dipshit. <laughs> Excuse me. You didn't see that my my mouth was cocked sideways. Why do you think my head's tilted? I was having like a hard this? time hearing I'm you. I'm a goddamn professional, Kim Duke. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about your 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 super drunk. Or no, you know what? Here, let's do this instead. Okay. So let's do this instead. <laughs> we we talked about like how you and I used to have these conversations all the time, right? We've kind of tiptoed around it. It's actually the episode with Ryan Lucas, who is a, a mutual acquaintance of ours, mm-hmm. photographer. The thing that he made fun of me for, his super sick burn. He was like, when you were uh, throat deep on some dude. Yep. Um, <laughs> was a, a, a point in my life, and I think I talked to you about it, was was one of the first points that we're, we connected on. And I think 
you might have been one of the first people that I like openly was like, this is a, a thing that I went through in my life, which was when Kim was making me watch Dawson's Creek, I connected with that the the gay character on there. What's that guy's name? Jack. Jack. I've seen Dawson's Creek the whole series like I've ten never times. Never seen it. Okay. Well, you that's okay. It's it. way before your gener- it's Oh. It wouldn't be worth watching it now. Okay. That's not true. You think so? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I no, fucking he hate fucking Dawson's hates Creek. Dawson's Creek. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, the worst acting. Habib. <clears throat> Do you like The Greatest Showman? Actually, that's like the one Oscar film I did have not seen. <gasps> it is amazing. I like that you referred to it as an Oscar film. It is. It's because so. Because that is pretty stereotypically gay of you. <laughs> I. That's my fantasy football. I make a ballot. <laughs> Do you know what I got this past what? Oscars? I got 22 out of 24 right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I love that. that. That's no, good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 22 out of 24, that's like, that's like an A. Dude. <laughs> <sighs> That's so good. I was so proud. I watched like 25 films in like two months. <laughs> but you didn't this. watch that one? I, for some reason, I just, yeah, I was, it was bad. Yeah, I was bad enough. Yeah. Oh, it's so I love good. This Is Me. We, it's a great song. And Kesha redid it. Yeah. And then they did, re, then they did remastered of Kesha and um, Kila. They did? With Missy yeah, Elliott yeah, yeah. rapping oh, in there. It's really good. Oh my gosh. Sorry. No, 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 that's okay. Okay, sorry I interrupted. What I was no, going to say ahead. was... You were I w- talking about so being serious. It's been a long time since we've talked about this. But a uh, point where you and I connected and I felt like uh, kind of kept the connection where we felt like we needed to stay in contact for you know however many years we've known each other now. Six or... Yeah, seven it's been years. a nice... Yeah. Um, was that I at one point couldn't differentiate whether I recognized that somebody was attractive of the same sex or whether I was attracted to them. Oh, sure. Sure. And so we connected on that fact where I had been called a fag and I had like these things that had happened in my life. And I, this is without even getting to experience anything physically. Mm -hmm. This was just purely on the, I don't know spectrum and people, just knowing that the few people that knew exploited that and, and treated me like shit, oh, I'm so sorry. which is insane. Not the same as <laughs> this is your life. This is who you are. So it's a totally different thing. But in that mode of discovery, we connected on, on that aspect. Yeah. And um, by the time I, f- when I finally figured out there was this, it's funny. The dude was probably like the same size as your Zach attack, as you call him. Uh, we were at a party. He had kind of heard that maybe I was on the fence or that I was trying to figure stuff out. And he he was a thought. Okay. Dude, dude was a super hoe. And exploited that and like just grabbed me, grabbed me by my junk, sucked on my neck. And the entire experience, my whole body was like, no, 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 no. This is not what you want. This is like everything was horrible about it. And that's when I, but I went through that aspect of like, if, if you're, if you're unsure, how do you really figure that stuff out? And I feel bad because I don't remember your story as to what your discovery was or what like 
was it always within you? Did you have an, I hate to say, aha moment mm-hmm. or like of something that solidified it for you? But does that make sense? What I'm yeah, trying yeah. To ask? Well, first off, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure that's like not always the most easiest story to tell. So thank you for the uh, one of the tenet, another tenet of the podcast is like. I've done things in my life where I say I'm a piece of shit. Oh my God. And it's okay to admit, not that that's a flaw, but like grow, growth is so important. And whatever way you can get it, whatever way you can figure out how this world works, mm-hmm. you got to mm-hmm. go for it. And you need to accept everybody else who's trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, I'm a delight. I'm not a piece of shit. So. <laughs> uh, you motherfucker. <laughs> you I've never done a bad thing over in my there life. Being all hot. Oh, oh my with your big oh, old so boobies. Oh my gosh. So romantic. I mean, I'm not like as bold Charming. as Kim where I've I've made out with uh, a girl before, but I, kissed I mean, a girl one time. Two times. <laughs> Anyways. Let's not deter. I didn't have a girl suck on my neck and grab my That's coochie. That's so. Yeah, that isn't, yeah. <laughs> she didn't Donald Trump your puss. Jesus. Freaking Donald Trump. I need more, I need an alcohol to have a conversation. <laughs> I know. We can't, we, we tried yeah. talking about it with Ryan. Brought with Ryan. A, ugh, that was a nightmare. Not that he's, he's very well versed in that thing, but I hate talking about Donald Trump yeah. because he's just the fucking worst. And anyways. One cool thing, we'll go quick. You know what the government shut down? That's not cool. Yeah. But Midco, who does our internet here, I just saw on their Facebook today that they're offering like options for people that work for the government who are not getting paid so they don't lose their internet, their telephone, their cable and all that. That's really cool. I think, I don't know if Minnesota did it too, but I know, I think in California, they made it possible where for people that are currently working for free through the, during the government shutdown that their landlords and their tenants can't get them into trouble for not paying rent. Wow. Yeah. Because that's... And they're fucking working for free. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyways, let's talk about how gay you are. <laughs> okay, no. So for... <laughs> <laughs> for real though, like, because you you grew up in Big Lake and that can be... I mean, 24... At least when we moved to Minnesota, the, the little... Like Becker, <laughs> massive amounts of uh, meth, crystal meth, going on in the town. Oh, really? In big Becker? Lake. Yeah, big. Becker was one of the biggest big. meth pots in Minnesota when we moved here in, in 2000. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. Fucking oh. crazy. Big Lake was not far behind. Yeah, no, I've, I know Big Lake had its uh, <laughs> fun uh, endeavors and drugs. But yes, so in that. You didn't know many uh, gays growing up. No, not that I can remember. I think the um, the, the thing too is, cause I remember, you know, people. I mean, the support since the Ellen show has been overwhelmingly possible, positive. It's been great. But on, I know, I think like on Facebook, there's like the big like forum. There's like different groups where like the community can like report oh, and yeah. like yep. talk about whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I saw that someone posted about it and I'm like, oh, just because I'm a curious cat, I'm going to get myself killed. I'm going to go look on the comment section. So, <laughs> but it's been, it was oh, over. Shit. It was, I know I hate reading the comments, it, but it was, it was, it was, it was really positive. Good. Um, okay. The only thing though, that there was a comment that somebody, and I was going to reply. I'm still debating if I want to or not. I've been just trying to like stay silent about this. All this stuff is, she mentioned that 
it's actually like not because a lot of people are like are celebrating like oh my gosh our small town was on the lunch so that's great like people were celebrating it as mm-hmm. they should um but she comments saying actually no like he's pretty much saying that we're not accepting and that he had a hard time because of us and which is so not true because the the only reason why I took it, because I knew I was I was gay, like, summer of, like, seventh, between seventh and eighth grade, and I knew the only reason why it took me for years is because, not because, like, Big Lake in itself was ever, like, repressing. It was, like, this, I knew society in general was not overwhelming, like, was super duper accepting about that. And, I, you know, yeah. you hear people say gay, gay or fag or queer in the hallways. It's not like they were trying to be. Yeah brutal or trying to be homophobic but it's just like even like language is so powerful and like if you're a high schooler you're not going to know about that especially in a small town and so it wasn't that it was it wasn't that people were being like even after i came out no one came up to my locker or was like oh my god you you fag i was so fortunate that not a single person did that to me and so um i felt like that comment was very unfair because if it were not for my friends in big lake that were because i had a fantastic group of friends that they accept me right off the bat. Like there's no hesitation that provided such a warm atmosphere to like, I think explore that even more and even allow myself to dive into that, like the thinking more. And if it was, and those were my big Lake friends. And so I just felt like that comment was very unfair for big Lake in a sense, because it wasn't like big Lake in itself was being repressive. It was just the fact that I knew that society like on the whole, it's just, it's not normalized yet. Yeah. Especially in a small town. Well, it's right. like skiing. You look at a, a a black diamond trail, right? It's not inherently dangerous. It's not inherently uh, going to be difficult. But from the outside, you've never gone down one before. You you don't know what the trail is going to look like. This is going to sound kind of weird, but like the 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 point is, is that it looks scary. It's a, you, you could meet veterans who have gone down these things and can say, oh, dude, it's it's not a problem. Everything's going to be fine. You're going to be okay. But until you experience that, there's no way of knowing. So, of course, your initial thought is going to be, how is this going to go? Mm-hmm. What's and that was still happen? like six years ago. Right. Things yeah. are different six years ago right, even 100%, now. Right, 100%. 100% too. And yeah. another reason why that took me a lot longer wait, too. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, what? Six 20, years ago? He's 24. Yeah, that was, was about 18. six years Six so years ago. Probably seven between I thought seven you said eighth grade. Um, eighth grade when That's I like when, when I knew. Real, but when, I'm but talking when about I, oh, when I came out. Yeah, when yeah. he came out. Oh, okay. So being a you know, afraid okay, of what would sorry, happen. Sorry, sorry, I mean, no, that's you're okay. still like you're okay. six years ago. Things are so different. D- very yeah. And even like T V shows like Nickelodeon just sh- showed like its first like same sex couple. And it's, it's things are things are changing yeah, and it's yeah. great. Cartoon Network did that recently within the year as well. Oh really? Yeah. Have you heard of Adventure Time? Oh, yeah, I've heard a lot of yeah, a lot of my friends love it. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful show. My Dude. son and I wept like goddamn babies <laughs> when the series finally ended. Um, but they did the same thing. There's these characters, same sex, same sex characters that finally kissed at the end of the season, the season finale. Or like Avatar: The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra. Did you ever watch that show? I know. That Nickelodeon. I never finished it. Yeah, um, Legend of Korra. Like the Avatar ends up like falling in love with the girl at the very end of the last episode of the series. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You're the blind girl. No, not top. That's with Aang. There's like, there's like avatar Aang, but like three seasons. And then after those four seasons of a girl oh. avatar, I it's know. okay. okay it's totally, no, don't worry. I know what you're talking um, about. No, no worries. I'm going to write something down. So um, I forget. But, another- but, um, we, me and Layla watched a show called. Well, six years ago, same Andy sex Mac. marriage was not legal. No. Right. So, so it's, well. Not in Minnesota. 2012? 
Is that when it happened? Or was it 2014? 2014, 15. 14. When did, when did I... Get let go from LPI. Yeah, it must have been 2013. 13. Okay. Yeah, because it was my freshman year. Okay. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Nope, 14. 14. Just was kidding. It I don't know what I'm okay. talking about, everybody. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have a. Uh, I have one of those smartphones. I can just. But Layla, yeah. we watch Andy Mac. It's on Disney, and they have a a gay character on there. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So it's you do see it more because it's so beautiful. If you think about it in a group of people. Right. Right. I mean, in reality. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, and for me though, I mean, I didn't have any close friends that went through the process, so it was just no. such a new experience. Yeah. And then May of 2013. Thank you. Oh shit. Thank man. you. Um, and then I actually my sophomore year, I'm not gonna name his name, but somebody like even like attempted to, I not attempted, he tried out me, but he would have successfully outed me if I even like I think fully knew at that time when I was mm. in high school. Mm. Yeah. So I think that even like pushed me back further into the into the depths of the dark closet with really good clothes. The saddest thing that I had witnessed, like, so I went through my thing. Mm -hmm. And so it gave me a new appreciation for it because it wasn't even my life. That was just a glimpse into what, you know, that um, your truth could be. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a boss who was a lesbian and very, uh, not proud, but like not afraid Sure. Does that make sense? Like comfortable and confident. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And um, when the voting was going on, I was working another customer service job at this paper mill with very right wing, very like traditional, fucking lame, blue collar dudes. Right. This lady was their boss. Wow. Good and for when her. voting started, somebody came up to her and said, "I like you." But just so you know, my church does say that what you do is a sin. And it's like, that lady could have fired him mm -hmm. for being a fucking asshole. But um, so voting's going on. We're listening to NPR or I'm listening to NPR when I can. She has to do a thousand things. The second that the announcement comes over the radio, that the voting, and it was so close, 49 to or 51 to 49 mm -hmm. that's too fucking close so <clears throat> i freaked out though i was like oh my god so i go down to see this person and the way that the offices were built like her office was there is a like this little room and then her office was tucked in the back so like her workers would come in here and, and she'd have her little office in the back and i i came down and i go so-and-so, um, did you hear, did you hear? It came over the radio, and she grabbed me by the hands and pulled me in really quickly into her office, and she was like, what happened? I said, they voted yes, or they voted no. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Same-sex marriage is going to be legal in Minnesota, and she was like jumping up and down, but she had to do it in secret away from everybody. She couldn't be happy that she was going to be able to marry her partner that she'd been with for 14 years openly as a normal person just mm -hmm. like it would i i still get worked up about it today like how fucking insane that was it was a victory but she was surrounded by mm -hmm. landmines mm -hmm. to where she couldn't even be happy to just be herself yeah. like so that's something like one thing that i like i when i say i only cut a glimpse it's nothing in comparison to that being who you truly are mm -hmm. and like having to live that kind mm -hmm. of life and you're lucky that you're so handsome and you live in the time that you do now. 
You do now. No, I mean, I, I, I'm just very thankful for like the friends, like the warm support that I had. And that's why too, whenever I hear of somebody that comes out, like I think a lot of times too, now people will just say like, oh, it's people just do it for the attention or it's not that big of a deal anymore. It's like, well, do you know what? We still live in a climate where like there are people get shot at clubs for being gay. Like it still yeah. is, it still yeah. happens. Yeah. So until it's actually normalized and people feel comfortable enough to just be who they are, I'm going to let them celebrate their coming out oh, process. Yeah. Like, you know what I My mean? My favorite though? part of Love, Simon's when, like, what if straight people had to come out as being straight? Right. Like, there, there's, there's still people that get murdered. Mm-hmm. And not just, I say murdered, but in their own countries, they're tried and then put to death right. for being That's gay. So, right. so it's a legal thing for mm-hmm. them. Like, that is insane mm-hmm. that that shit still happens. Like, mm-hmm. it's not until all of that's done, I mean, we have so fucking far to go. Mm-hmm. And in, we also still need to celebrate the small, like the victories, though, yeah. too, which is exciting. Yeah, for sure. It makes a huge difference, dude. Being able to buy alcohol on Sundays, a oh, huge victory. Less. <laughs> <laughs> and t- raising your kids to accept everybody. Yeah, you two are doing such 100%. a beautiful, wonderful job. We try and expose them to ev- like. We go, we take when we That's go get tattoos. Amazing. We take them to the tattoo shop and they interact with our tattoo. I mean, we get we That's go to the so same cool. shop, but they sit in there and they talk with the guys and they're always in there and the yeah. guys talk with them and they, like, we just take them everywhere with us because. I mean. Yeah, man. It's a, well, and I it, think like Layla. So one great thing about the Greatest Showman, which really hits me, is that whole not feeling like you belong. Like sure. when I grew up, like with the this is me, and it's like you always felt like you were out of place. Yeah. Those moments, like these people are like, and now the older I get, the more I'm like, fuck it. I don't care what people think of me. This is who I am. If you don't like who I am, that's fine. I'm just going to, I'm okay. So like the movies really show me like, I'm going to be who I am. I don't care. I'm going to like, I'm going to be a 32 year old who still loves Hanson. I'm going to have, you know, tattoos of Disney stuff on my, shut up. Don't make fun of me. I'm trying to be serious. To talk about struggle and then say, I like Hanson. Like, I do. That's the but thing people, I mean, yeah, right. like, but before I would never be open about them because it's like, oh no, I got to put on this person. Nobody's getting sure. stoned to death for liking Hanson. Christopher, you're being an asshole. It's just funny. It was a funny no. first example to say. That you well, like no, Hansen. but like, I got I'm just you, gonna, yeah. I have, like, I'm not like model, but you know, just things like that. I'm like, this is just going to be who I am. And so I think, that's celebrate what it, that. Yeah, yeah. So that movie is all about just celebrating who you are. That's as beautiful. People. Yeah. I love when. Uh, I'm when gonna Hugh punch Jackman, you so no. hard when Bryden leaves. I don't <laughs> want to show domestic violence in front of him. Or, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> why can't like? Why can you only be the one? No, that, no, no. I just thought it was funny that you said Hanson as your first thing. Hansen. You've been through because a lot. I growing up, I got made fun of really hard in school for like in Hanson. Kids were mean to me. And in fifth grade, I was overweight and kids made fun of me in fifth grade hard, like really hard. I was going to say, you had a teacher call you a slut. You've had, you've gone through so much more than just liking Hanson. No, I know. Like I had (laughs) did, I never had kissed a boy, nothing, nothing, never kissed a boy, never had a boyfriend. I went and sat down at my desk in science class and someone wrote, Kim Staub, which was my maiden name, is a slut. And I brought to my teacher, I'm like... You know, someone wrote this on my desk and the jocks were mean to me because I was different. I wasn't wearing Abercrombie and Fitch at the time. I was wearing freaking who knows what. Mm-hmm. Probably Banty. I used to wear boy t-shirts and jeans. And he's like, well, you must have done something for someone to write something like that oh, on your desk. Yikes. And I was just like, now I have to go sit down at my desk with that on my desk. And what do you do? 
And look at you now. I'm so now proud I'm like, of you. God, no, yes. That's why I told my kids, like, they have, like, a buddy bench at school. And I'm like, if there's a kid sitting there not playing with someone, you play with them. Mm-hmm. And so our kids have always been that's very. So, that's so rad. <sighs> what? Don't, my dad don't was try mean, to twist making it. Making fun you, of me you growing up. For, frick. Yeah, so. Trying to think that I'm making fun of you. I only make fun I'm of you. I'm not saying you were making Hansen, fun of me. Okay. I know you do. It's because you're jealous. Yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> I, can, I can sense <laughs> it from over here. I can feel um, it. Well, I mean, do you have any more questions for. What's your middle name? Guy. What? Really? Yeah. Brighton Guy Giving? Yep. So a, lot, so a lot of my friends will call me a bride guy and then they'll find out my middle name is guy and they're like, oh my God, mind blown. Yeah. They're like, we just knew. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bride guy. Bride guy giving. Um, what do you have going on in your life, man? What, do you, what are you excited about right now? Well, his new job. Yeah. I'm just excited to, I think, get enough agency in that OT field to feel comfortable enough to start having I think those really important conversations. Um, and then, yeah, like living with zach we're we're gonna be looking for a place around like the minnetonka mipple grove area a little more halfway for good both of us. place to live um and then i would love to do more travel stuff um i love wedding photography it lights my fire it's great but i think like i love i love like telling stories just like you chris and i love like going to different places and like living there for a short period of time and then doing like a blog post telling about the culture and like just it's really it's so much fun yeah um but yeah, just maybe just further somehow grow photography or I don't know. I still haven't figured that I out yet. I was going to say, I feel like with what you do and the the armor, uh, the armor uh, no, 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 that's sleep. not what I'm looking for, ammunition that sure. you have, sure. you could do a very um, unique photojournalist perspective mm-hmm. on kind of the physical struggles that some people go through. Mm-hmm. There's a very select few photographers who have done, I feel like, a good job of following uh, a struggle that somebody goes through physically. But when I see it done well, it moves me so much. And I feel like with with what you're capable of doing, I feel like you could do a really, really good job of that. So not that you have to do that, but... No, thank you. That's good to know. I mean, I, I love hearing that stuff. That's why I need to talk to like more photographers. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so much fun shit. We're gonna take a Polaroid oh. after all this oh is done. Oh my god, yes. It's gonna be great. Um okay, so the way that we end the show. Do you have something you wanted to say? No. Oh, you're just preparing? So our uh, our listeners are called little ducklings. So I say au revoir, little ducklings. Quack quack. Au revoir. Quack quack. That I'm was sorry. the weakest quack quack I'm you've ever little, done. I'm still a little bitter. I'm coming back what are you around. Bitter I'll, about the I, Hanson I, thing? Well, I kind of got a pee too, so I'm feeling a little, a mm, little funky right now. God. <laughs> quack quack. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Au revoir, quack quack. <laughs> how how do you think Zach would say it? Can you get that deep? <clears throat> I like rip my vocal cords apart trying. <laughs> Au revoir, quack quack. Au revoir, quack quack. <laughs> Wow. I kind of want to fuck him if he sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs>